All right, guys and ladies. Just FYI, Alex is here today, filling in for Mark, who is down with the COVID. Mark will be back hopefully next, uh, not next episode, but the week after that. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe he'll have for- like mutant powers. Oh, that COVID, would be awesome! Yeah. The uh, Grave Talk mutant. Uh, I'd be like, he can like edit three podcasts at once. He could be our link to the mutant fam. That'd be dope. I mean, he might have the dubious superpower of shortness of breath. Well, I hope not. I hope he's okay. We're hoping for a full recovery. Mark, hang in there, buddy. Everyone still be safe out there. Wear your mask. If you're in populated areas, like really crowded areas, be safe, be smart. We're still not out of this completely yet, but let's get back to it. All right. So podcast. Today, we're talking about a movie that revolves around a birthday. So let me ask you guys, what is your most memorable birthday present you've ever received? We go now to Alex. I have no recollection of any birthday gift I have ever received. Wow. I've literally given you birthday gifts as we've dated. I know. And I cannot remember anything right <laughs> But she now. values them very highly. I'll I, tell you that. I do indeed. <laughs> this is what it sounds like when a grown man cries on a podcast. <laughs> what about when doves cry? Uh, I'll, I'll record that all day. It's okay. beautiful. John, what you got? Uh, okay. Well, one of the hosts of this podcast, maybe both, I don't remember, gave me a, uh, what the fuck was gave that? Gave me a, uh, what the fuck was that? Gave me a, uh, what the fuck was that? Oh my God. A statue no. of a, uh, the killer clown. Go me. Yes, it yeah. was the uh, the popcorn kernel yeah. that turns into the the weird killer clown um, mouth monster so thing. That's pretty cool. That's in my uh, house next to my treadmill. So when I'm running, I can look over and you know know what I'm training it for. It motivates you to yeah, run exactly because uh, cardio is that's rule number one. Zombie land. Check it out. Yeah, that was a pretty rad um, present. Yeah, that was for both of us. Yeah, uh, but I will give credit to Mark. Mark is the one that found that, and I was like, yo, that's that's it right there. Yeah, that was a good one. That thing was awesome. Uh, I've had a lot of great memorable presents. Um, I've gotten some really amazing, like original comic book art. Um, I also had a really cool birthday when I was a little kid. I got a cake with battle beasts all over it. Ooh. It was like 20 battle beasts, like just decorating the cake. And back in the day, that was like gold to me. Battle beasts were the shit. I remember that one pretty good. I also got like this little like mask that is was, like M A S K with like periods between the letters. It stood for something. What's that an acronym? M-A-S-K? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I, I don't have the word. But anyway, like you could put on your bike and you'd push the back of him and he'd say things like, let's go, let's go to action. You know, like these really cool, like motivating things. So okay. when I'd ride my, uh, my bike around the neighborhood, man, whew, nothing could stop me. The only birthday I remember is my last birthday, and I think I went to the botanical garden. Oh, I guess on. I'll just have to make this next one a big one. Maybe, or just actually try to remember whatever happens. <laughs> Maybe take a picture. We have cameras on our phones now. All you wait. What do we call them? We call them creatures from creatures cyberspace. from cyberspace. God, we are just hanging in there today. Welcome back to another episode of the Grave Talk Podcast. As you can tell, Mark is not here today, so it is pure fucking chaos. Uh, today we are talking about a movie called Happy Death Day. Mm-hmm. We are joined by John. Oh, yep, as How you always. Doing? 
fine, fine. That's Better than uh, I expected. Well, that's good. Yeah. It's always positive. And joined by returning guest, co-host, whatever you want to call her. Star of the show. Oh, snap. Factual, though, yeah. Alex, how are you doing? I'm great. Can you tell? I'm not tired at all. That was the worst have, Tony the Tiger impression yeah. I've ever heard. <laughs> I have infinite energy, and I am totally on right now. Yeah. This is like what happens with that bag cereal that's on the bottom of the grocery store, and you pull it out, and it's like Timmy the Tiger. They're good. <laughs> yeah. Good enough. <laughs> oh, man. And, of course, Garrett. I think I may have said my name. If not, I'm Garrett. Y'all know me. You love me. You can't get enough of me. You may also hate me. Either way, I'm here. You can't do anything about it. It's my podcast now. <laughs> so what have you guys been up to? You watch anything cool recently? Do anything? I know, Alex, you and I went to a Texas Frightmare recently. Yes, which uh, was a delight. Ran into Lance Henriksen in the bar line. That was cool. You shook his hand. I did. You talked to him one on one. Very nice. That dude is a trip. That guy's so rad. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. that is dope. He spent ha- he spent like at least a quarter of his panel talking about these like um, service dogs that were in the audience. Like, what's their name? And another quarter bitching about William Shatner. Yeah, it was. Uh, a oh, he was going off on William Shatner. But yeah, Lance Hendrickson was there. He was rad. We uh, we ran into a couple of friends. Um, it's always it's always fun just socializing with people at uh, you know events like Frightmare and seeing everyone's costumes. There was some really great costumes. Um, some killer clowns from outer space. Howard yeah, the Duck. There was an amazing Howard the Duck. Yo, Howard the Duck cosplay, I believe, is what the accounts called on Instagram. Follow that kid. He is he has got a rad Howard the Duck. We got some some cool shirts. I got a Vampiros Lesbos shirt. I got a Texas Chainsaw Massacre shirt. We got a couple of. Uh, Awesome prints. I got a Monsters Incorporated print, which I know is not super horror, but it's got it's, monsters in yeah. it. It's got monsters in it. It's in the name. Thank so. you, Sarah Deck, for bringing, <laughs> for bringing that print because I've been wanting to get that and I hadn't done it for a long time, but got the last one. But yeah, Texas Frightmare was awesome. We gave out a bunch of cool merch. Um, we'll have some of that up on these stores as soon as we get that going. We got some Grave Talk stickers in uh, from our vendor uh, this week. They look fantastic. John, I'll give you a couple to, to hand out to your people in town. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and, I'm just going to uh, stick them on flagpoles. That's cool, man. Spread yeah. the word. Or actually on the flag itself. Whoa. Yeah. Take that. Yeah. Pirate flags. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming it's just pirate flags. No, 51st star, our sticker. Whoa. Yeah. That's right. Grave Talk State. Uh, we got a, an episode coming up where we're going to talk about uh, a movie, uh, Wolf Creek. And uh, I'm going to watch a bunch of werewolf movies and yeah. talk about those beforehand. So. so this is a horror movie where there's a creek, but instead of water, it's wolves, right? The creek howls. That is my yeah. understanding. Okay. <laughs> so if it's not that, I'm about to be very disappointed. Uh, well, you know what? If that was the week you weren't going to be out, you'd be able to watch it with That's us. That's true. Yeah. If it's not for the podcast, I actually don't watch movies. So. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and at risk of spoilers, you know that Wolf Creek doesn't have a werewolf in it, right? I am aware. Okay. okay. But it's got the word wolf in it. Are you going to watch River movies as well? Are you going to watch A River Runs Through It? I don't need to watch River. Yeah. I memorized River Runs Through It. Without a paddle? That's the one fly fishing, right? Okay. Uh, Deliverance. They were on a river there. Oh, yeah. shit. Now that's kind of hoary. Yeah. That'd actually, that'd be more thriller. If you really want to get into this argument again, yeah, I'm yeah. just kidding. No, we're not going to get this let's argument. Let's diverge for about <laughs> 45 minutes. I know, I know. What you guys been up to? Um, well, I just got off a plane back from Colorado, and this is not really horror-related, but it is cool. Um, I went to the Meow Wolf Convergence Station in Denver, which was super badass. If you're not familiar, it's an art collective, and they build these gigantic interactive art installations, 
And we were there for two and a half hours and weren't even able to fully scratch the surface of everything that's going on there. So there's one in Denver, there's one in Santa Fe, which is the original, and then there's one in Las Vegas. So if any of y'all are any of, in any of those areas, highly recommend. It was a wonderful evening out. John, you done anything at all with your life? Uh, no. No, not horror related. Let's see. Uh, I watched or I'm watching Only Murderers in the Building. Great show on Hulu. That's the one with um, uh, 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 Steve. Steve Martin and Martin Short, right? That's the one. It's okay. Selena Gomez. That looked uh, fantastic. It is prim- I'm like four Selena episodes. Selena Gomez in. of Knives Out fame? Uh, no. What? No. Of Wait, that's I, Ana de Armas. Yeah. No, no. Selena like, Gomez was out in Knives Out. She's absolutely not in Knives Out. Yeah, I don't think so. I thought she was the... Um, She's in the, Disney Plus. No, she was the girl stuff. that like was the... um the Not the butler, but... Like, that's Ana de Armas. Yeah, you're thinking Ana de Armas. Oh, it is Ana de Armas. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and what else? Oh, I watched the first Fast and the Furious movie again. So you know what? Nothing horror related. It really holds up, though. I'll, it that really movie does. is legit good. It's like family. Yeah, yo, I, you I know? was keeping an ear for the first. They don't say family in the first Fast and the Furious movie. Tune At in all. every. The word is not said it once. Not once. They, what he does say is that he lives his life a quarter mile at a time, which, you know what, I relate to. I plan to watch all the Fast and the Furious because I haven't seen most of them. Okay. Uh, so I will tune in, listeners. I'll let you know when Family makes its first I'm appearance. I'm telling you, you know what? Not horror related, but give us the full Fast series recap. I will. But uh, do it quickly. Rank them. Yeah. I want Ca- you to rank Cars, them. and then less Cars, then The Rock. And I haven't seen it, but I understand in nine they I go to space. I just Pixar as cars in the middle of that, that <laughs> list somewhere. Just like, you know, like uh, Fast 1, Fast 2, Cars 2. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's nine of these. So listeners, like in December, I'll tell you, the, the, the official Grave Talk non-horror Fast and Furious car uh, movie ranking. Are you one of those boys who prefers cars to women? I'm one of those boys that appreciates a fine body regardless of the make. Anyway, we're talking about Happy Death. <laughs> 2017, um, I guess we would call it homage to the movie Groundhog Day. Yeah, I suppose. Okay. Is every time loop movie, though, an homage? I don't know if everyone is, but this one's very blatantly. I mean, uh, they even they do bring I have it a note. They, the yeah, they, they reference it at the end, which I was not happy with. But this one's PG-13. It's an hour and 36 minutes, which I feel like was a really good uh, time frame for this. Because every yeah. time I thought it was over, it kept adding a little bit something new. And I was like, okay, I kind of liked being surprised and not knowing that it wasn't finished yet. Yeah, the second to last loop was a, was a good tricky one. This was directed by Christopher Landon. It was written by Scott Lobdell, um, which I think might be the comic book Scott Lobdell, but I'm not positive about that. Please, audience, let me know. Wikipedia agrees with you. All right, Scott Lobdell has done some badass comics, so... Christopher Landon has also been is a very... Uh, prolific gentleman. I think we've even done movies that he's done in our podcast. Uh, Looks um, like he's done a lot of paranormals activities. Yeah. Okay. He also did Freaky. It's like Attorney's General. It's paranormals activity. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. This movie stars Jessica Roth. I did not know who this was. I was like, is this the the Captain America chick or Captain Marvel chick? I could not. She's like a way, way better actress than Brie Larson. Okay. Brie Larson. That's who it was. Yeah. I just could not place her face. I was like, she looks familiar, but like I couldn't tell who she was. So I'm glad to know that it wasn't Brie Larson because I was going to feel really bad about not recognizing her. Oh, no. It is Jessica Roth who deserves to be a bigger actress than she is. She's, she carries this whole movie. She's got Samara Weaving energy, man. I'm surprised she didn't get some more stuff. Samara Weaving, what has she done lately too? 
the she was in the White Lotus. Uh, okay, that okay. HBO series. That good was show. Pretty yeah. great. Okay, cool. Right on. Good. I'm just I'm glad these people are getting work because they they really did do a good job. Yeah. Well, she's not in this movie though. No, no, she's not in this movie. <laughs> but I'm just saying, Jessica Roth has like we're that just, level we're just of energy. Checking in as Samara yeah. Weaving fans were just checking in. Yeah, that's fair. You know. yeah. What's Adam Scott went up to? Oh, that's right. He's done that badass show Severance yeah. on HBO, right? Or is it Hulu? Or it's on Apple TV. It's on Apple TV. Who the fuck can keep track anymore? But that show is rad. If you haven't watched mm-hmm. that, definitely check that out too. But uh, this movie also stars Israel Brossard as Carter Davis, Ruby Modine as Laurie Spengler, Charles Aiken as Gregory Gregory Butler, Gregory as Gregory, <laughs> and uh, a bunch of other people who are in this. But I will point out Rob Mello as John Toombs because he had a pretty uh, major scene at the end there. So um, yeah, some uh, some really decent actors. Um, this was kind of during Bloomhouse's like big, massive, hard hit renaissance where they were putting out some like heavy, heavy hitters still. As far as cash money, this one had a budget of $4,800,000 and opening weekend it made $26 million. Yo, that's a lot of money. That's no joke. Dang, not bad. Yeah, they did a lot with $4.8 I guess this didn't have a whole lot in the way of effects or anything like that, but I did feel it was effective. Now that is the kind of, that's why we bring her back over and over again. Mm-hmm. Mark, you got to step it up. Sparkling commentary. <laughs> we're we're going to have so many comments on the social media. Yeah. Get rid of Mark. Bring Alex in full time. Yeah. You know, Mark's going to edit this episode and edit out all the bad stuff we say yeah. about him. Take notes. Effective, effective. That's, that's the kind of stuff we expect. That's just quality <laughs> wordplay. From the Grave Talk Bar. <laughs> anyway, so happy death day. Uh, this is the movie we're going to talk about. Um, as mentioned, it, it is very much a Groundhog's Day, but a horror. Yeah. I don't have a back of the box. I do. What? Yeah. Dude, we don't need Mark at all. Yeah, I just looked it up right now, though. Okay, so. sweet. We all do right. need Mark for a little bit. <clears throat> all right. Happy death day is what it starts with. <laughs> <laughs> to the point. Yeah. All right. Uh, from the director of Paranormal Activity, The Marked Ones. It's one of the better paranormal activities. It's not. It's terrible. From the director of Paranormal Activity, The Marked Ones, and the producers of Insidious, Split and Get Out. Blumhouse, Split, Get Out, Whiplash, produces an original and inventive rewinding thriller in Happy Death Day, in which a college student, Jessica Roth, La La Land, relives the day of her murder with both unexceptional and terrifying end until she discovers her killer's identity. Happy Death Day is directed by Christopher Landon, Paranormal Activity, The Marked Ones, and written by Scott Lobdell and Landon. The end. Well, hot damn. Yeah, no, that's actually, I feel like that's a fair back of the box. It's yeah. not really, like, it doesn't really grab you. It definitely kind of lets you know what you're getting into. And that was the back of a DVD, by oh, the way. Oh. 2017, they weren't making VHS as far as I know, but, you know, did the best I could. Yeah, no laser disc or vinyl video or whatever the hell. We just start taking like the Singapore black market for VHS copies. Oh, God, <laughs> I would love to start reading like some of the like international back of the boxes to see what they say. Do they need to straight translate those from the English ones, or do you think they actually like make up their own? What we should do is put them in the Google Translate and then read the nonsense that comes out Whoa. of us trying to figure out. I mean, I guess it just depends on whether that movie production company has uh, just strict translation or if they also have localization services. Okay, fair yeah. point. Yeah, I tell you what, some of these movies, they probably just put English back there and hope for the best, so... That's a possibility. That's yeah. how I write everything in my life. It's in English, and I'm hoping for the best. <laughs> uh, and the second piece of information Mark usually brings, Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. Yeah, yeah. A 71% with the critics. That's 161 uh, reviews. 67% audience score with 10,000-plus ratings. I'm a little surprised the audience didn't like it better. I thought that this was a pretty enjoyable movie. 
I can see where they're landing at. There's nothing remarkably memorable about this film. And let me, let me preface that by saying like, there's a lot that I remember, but like, there's nothing that's going to stick with you long-term to really, you know, talk about this film, unless you're talking about Groundhog Day-esque movies. So I can see why it's maybe a little bit like that low. Also, there's nothing like, you know, gore-wise, there's a little bit, but there's nothing to really stand out that kind of, you know, makes the horror community like, whoa, happy death day. I'm surprised it's so high with the critics. Critics loved it. Uh, Dan with two M's, a super reviewer, and Rotten Tomato gave it three stars. He was not a fan, though. I'll tell you what. Yeah, Three stars, but he still wasn't a fan. Well, he said it really wasn't that interesting or well-constructed. I'm going to disagree with the well-constructed. I thought they did a pretty good job. Dan, I thought it was pretty well-constructed. And you know what? Interesting, I guess, is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. There's a lot of continuity. There's a lot of, like, time travel, time loop continuity stuff that I want to, like, briefly touch on a little bit that I will say that is definitely not thought out as well as it could have been. But, again, when you get into paradoxes and stuff like that, it is hard to reconcile all that. So I'm going to give the writers a little bit of break. Tackling this subject is always going to be a little bit tough and tricky, but I think they did a really good job. They managed to avoid the pitfall of trying to over-explain how the mechanics of the universe works. Because I feel like unless your mechanics are super, super tight, you are opening an unnecessary can of worms there. And so I kind of like that they just don't even attempt to explain it. The one thing I agree with you and disagree with you on that is I, I 100% agree. If you're going to dabble in this kind of thing, it's either best to go and like just kind of like accept it as red and move the fuck on. Or if you're going to explain stuff, you better have it pretty much locked down. Now, the point when they started bringing in the fact that she was getting the scar tissue from all the deaths mm-hmm. and bringing that over, that opened up the can of worms of like, OK, well, what else comes over? Does notes come over? Does things that, you know, like, so I have a bunch of like, did this happen? Well, did this we happen? know notes don't come over because she has to throw all of her belongings out of a window to make a suspect list. Uh, and we never see that list again, so... Well, do we not see that list again? So she's no. making that list no, she every scratches, day? Yeah, she scratches it out a, that's, a few times, that's but that's I think she's remaking the list every, every time. I don't yeah. think it, it Nothing comes with her. but her internal, her biology comes back. Part of me felt like they should have just left that out, but I think they kind of needed it only to put a time limit on the movie and to create a little bit of urgency because... You know, as she gets killed over and over again, she starts to wonder after, you know, she lands herself in the hospital. I'm skipping ahead a little bit. She starts to wonder if she's going to run out of lives, basically. Which I thought was the direction they were going with. I thought that was like she had she had the exact however old she was like, I'm 26. She had 26 attempts to do this, which I thought would have been a really cool ticking clock aspect to put on her having to figure this out before it's too late. Yeah. Well, she had fewer than 26. So it was even a tighter ticking. Oh, I know, clock. but I'm saying that they had like some kind of like a uh, plot mechanic that made it like, like, Oh my God, I've, I've only got 26 tries to figure this out. Like I better step it up. You know, like, that would have been kind of cool. The the infinite was was I like that idea, but it's not infinite because she's dying every but internally. We yeah, but we don't learn that till much later. But yeah, once they added that, I was like, okay, cool. I appreciate them putting a you don't get to do this forever type thing. Yeah, it's kind of um and edge of tomorrow situation where initially Tom Cruise thinks he's going to have, you know, like kind of infinite redos at the, at this. And then for some reason he doesn't, and he knows that he's on his last try. So he has to make, you know, the final push for it. What? And I can't remember. Spoiler. I haven't seen that movie. Is that the one that was called live, die, repeat or something yeah, like that? Yeah, It has two names. One, it was edge of tomorrow with the tagline live, die, repeat. But then I think it also got released as live, die, repeat. It's I know, great. I know it did really bad. I know it did mm-hmm. really bad at the box office. So I think they rebranded it and it had that new title. Cause I remember like, how bad do you have to be to for them? Like we need to change the name of this movie. 
I think it was just the they didn't know how to sell it because yeah. they couldn't give away they couldn't give away the premise of like he's he can die a million times or whatever. But I, they were trying to keep that kind of a secret in the advertising originally. And then the second one I saw that was live, die, repeat, that was just like, he's going to die every day, bro. And I was like, oh, OK, we're just we're just selling it all right here, aren't we? Yeah. If you like Groundhog's Day, come watch this movie. <laughs> Groundhog's Day, Tom Cruise, Starship Troopers-esque. You're going to love it. And you know what? I did. Yeah. There you go. Tom Cruise is doing his part. I just kind of want to see that, though. Like, oh, I haven't great. seen it. Yeah, I haven't oh, seen it either. Yeah. I highly recommend it to both of you and everyone else. The, not just us. No, just you two. You, can all, you all can come along for the journey on That's this one. That's the kind of recommendation that makes movies need to change their name. <laughs> <laughs> Only two people should watch Look, this. Doug and Jim, if you like this movie, you're going to love this movie. Everyone else, go fuck yourself. Yeah. So happy death day. The movie opens up with the Universal logo happening, and mm-hmm. then it rewinds itself, and then it happens, and then it rewinds itself. And I was like, out the gate, we're already putting up with this yeah. rewind stuff. Well, I thought it was clever the first time. Then I thought it overstayed its welcome because it does it like four times, and that's like does three it? times like too many. Three times, or All right. something like if, But whatever well, it was, yeah, it well, did. It was like okay. I get it. I mean, I was really tired on the plane this morning, and I just assumed my phone was fucking up. So, <laughs> is that the way to watch this movie? Just like half awake? Uh, honestly, yeah. I, I just felt like I was kind of along for the ride. It was a perfectly pleasant way to spend a flight. That was actually a box quote, so, you know. Yeah. (laughs) And then we cut into our main character, Tree, waking up in a bed to a phone call from, I guess, her dad. Mm -hmm. This ringtone. Holy crap. Can I tell you? I was worried I was going to have to listen to this multiple times in the movie. And let me tell you, my fears were affirmed. Yes. It's my She thinks no one knows it's her birthday. Yeah. So when she wakes up to the the, the ringtone of, hey, it's your birthday, answer your phone, or whatever the fuck so it is. So you don't have to pick up the phone. You only heard it 72 times. Oh, you don't have to pick up the phone? That's what it says. Hey, it's your birthday, so I don't have to pick up the phone. Oh, I thought it said, hey, it's your birthday, so now you got to pick up Actually, the phone. Actually, we're both fucking up. It's just, hey, it's my birthday, and I don't have to pick up the phone. Oh, I thought it said, hey, it's my birthday, now I, ha- now, now I have to pick up the phone. Oh, I thought it was like really passive-aggressively telling her to answer it. No, it was telling her not to answer it, because oh, it's your nice. birthday. That makes more sense. Wow. We are bad at watching movies. Uh, she thought no one knew. Yeah. Now, what happened was the roommate, Lori, mm-hmm. secretly found out it was her birthday by looking at her driver's license. Yeah. So at night, before the, when they went out to party the night before, Lori changed her ringtone to a birthday ringtone mm. and talked to the sorority sisters, and they were going to plan a surprise party. Wait, did they state that in the movie? Yes. Oh, yeah. shit. Yes. I don't remember hearing that either, but all right. After she, after she finds out the surprise party existed, and she punches that dude smack in the baby face, Yeah, yeah. the next scene is when uh, Carter's like, well, does anybody know what's your birthday? And she's like, well, since my roommate found out, I'm assuming my sorority, my sorority knows, which means everybody knows. So she's, at this point, had privy to the fact that they, they knew about this in secret. Mm-hmm. That's why she said, like, everybody knows. Okay. Anyway, so she wakes up. Yeah, let's it's go. It's her all- birthday. She does not have to pick up the phone monday the 18th we have made it 10 seconds into the movie do we yeah. know what month it is she wakes well, they're up doing pledge stuff though so it's got to be early in the year oh mm. so she must also be like feels like September. she's like been in this sorority for like months the yeah. way they're they're interacting yeah but you can be in a sorority for a a, a multiple year situation oh so yeah. maybe she's like a sophomore or a junior well she's definitely not a freshman oh she's not no Look at her. She's like 30. 
<laughs> I mean, wow. I don't judge women by the way they look, John. Well, you think she you like play a, a freshman? Okay, when the movie first started, I thought she was like an older woman who kept getting held back in college just to stay in the, 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 oh, fr- the sorority. Oh, I thought she was embarrassed to wake up in a dorm room, not because she was from like a highfalutin sorority, but that she was like way past college age and had actually I thought that. College that's student. why I thought that too. Yeah. I was like, oh, she's fucking college dudes and she feels weird about it. And I was like, okay. Yeah, it's a whole Rodney Dangerfield situation here. <laughs> back to school? Yeah. Oh man, that w- I would watch this movie again if it was Rodney Dangerfield as the role of tree. Love it. Uh, um, so she wakes up. There's a dude across the room, Carter, who will find out as a major character. And he's like, hey, uh, I don't know if you remember me from last night. You probably don't know my name. You were pretty wasted. And then we get the whole like, oh, I'm embarrassed. I don't want to be here. Uh, no, she that is not what ha- she is just a she wakes up a total dick to poor Carter. She's just like, I have a headache. Give me some fucking Advil. Ooh, like she's just like a real, real dick to him. She's very unlikable right now. Yeah, uh, and that's one. That's a note I have. I was like, am I supposed to eventually like this character? Because yeah. we're not on a path for that she to happen. Insults this poor dude. She insults the global warming person. Yes. She insults uh, her. Yeah, because ex or whatever who took her to Subway. Because after we realize that, like you know, she hooked up with this dude Carter. She walks through the quad, and we see a bunch of little events that happen. That you know, kind of. And the, I was watching this scene as all these events were playing off. Like a car alarm goes off. A girl asks her to sign a global warming pledge. Some people get hit by a sprinkler. Some guy creeps on her hardcore as she's leaving. Yeah, and then some pledges are doing like 63 bottles of beer on the wall and one of them falls. Okay, well, whatever it is. (laughs) 63? (laughs) Well, they were at 60-something when they were counting. One of them falls over. As I was watching this, I was like, okay, here's our groundhog moment where she's going to have to fix every one of these situations here. I was pleasantly wrong about that. She does address them later on in the movie, but like I thought she had to change every one of these events and I was like wow movie you are really laying it on thick right now but uh, she eventually gets back to her sorority house the Zeta Omega Sigmas or whatever the they're Kappas oh I'm sorry Kappas don't drink chocolate milk Garrett, Kappas so. don't eat cupcakes. Yeah, I would never fucking be a Kappa. I live off chocolate milk and cupcakes. This is ridiculous. Who would join a fucking sorority that wouldn't let you eat cupcakes? Like all of, uh, a lot of women. Many. Wow. Ladies, gentlemen, everybody, get your lives in order. Eat cupcakes. Yeah. Also, though, I haven't been in college in like 15 years, so maybe sororities are cupcake friendly now. I don't oh, know. What the fuck do so I know? Cupcake inclusive. I love yeah. it. I wish that I could bake a cake made out of rainbows and smiles and we'd all eat be happy. She doesn't even go here. Uh, so anyway, she gets back the head sorority mistress. What do they call that person? <laughs> She's probably the president. Nope. Okay. Head sorority mistress. That's her <laughs> title. It's on a business card. I don't, I don't know the name. I've never been in a sorority. Okay. I don't know these things. Um, she's like, Oh, where were you last night? And then there's this like coy little kind of like, like that's none of your business. And she's kind of embarrassed. And doesn't really say anything. And then uh, she's like, don't forget there's a meeting at lunch. And then she house goes up. meeting. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is that what they call a sorority? A house. Yeah. Okay. Right on. Oh, I guess. They yeah. Live like, in I mean, a house? if you live in the house. Yes. Robot house. Okay. That explains it. Yeah. Got it. Like not all members of a sorority or a fraternity live in the house. Um, I don't know. I used to live by all the sororities uh, when I was in college. And usually there's only a handful of spaces and we're cool enough to get in one, huh? I'm just kidding. <laughs> that, that cut deep. But you know what? Neither was I. I couldn't get in a sorority either. I never went to college, so I'm just the, the, the biggest <laughs> idiot of all of us here. But you have seen movies about college, I right? watch so, Monsters You like every night almost. Yeah. Do you think I would know Animal this? House, perhaps? You know, I've yeah. never seen Animal House, dude. He has a Revenge of the Nerds tattoo. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's fraternities there. 
Anyway, let's not, the like, let's not point out how dumb I am and let's get back to this movie. So she goes upstairs to meet her roommate, um, Lori, who I wasn't supposed, I didn't know we were supposed to like Lori or not either. It definitely seems like she's a real bitch to Lori. Yeah, well, she seems like Lori seems much nicer than Tree, though. And also, she just seems like a serious student who is fed up with having to room with someone who's kind of a hot mess. Yeah. Okay, but Lori makes her a cupcake because she secretly finds out it's her birthday. And she's like, here, I made this for you. And Tree's kind of like... She's a total bee about it. Yeah, she's kind of pissed. She's like, ugh, how'd you find out? Leave me alone. And she, like... Chunks the cupcake in the trash can the first time. Yeah, she's like, fuck your cupcake. Cappas don't eat cupcakes. And uh, goes to the house meeting or whatever. Which is the first moment I knew something was wrong. I was like, all right, if we're not eating cupcakes, something's going on here. Yeah. She goes to class next. Because I didn't know who got killed in this movie. So I was like, I was like, oh no, is Lori going to get killed over and over again? Because she's so like, is she the nice one? And we're supposed to think it's Tree. It you didn't tree. think it was the person who we spent the first fifteen minutes I of the did, movie. Honestly, with? I was like, this character is so unlikable. There's no way I could give two shits about her dying. So why would we make hmm. it her? Um, now, That'd granted, the movie bold. does a really good job of yeah, it would be bold. But the movie does a really good job of turning that around. But like, man, at first I was like, well, I don't. If she dies like five hundred times, then so be it. Like, let yeah. it happen. She becomes incredibly charming and likable. In fact, one of the flaws of this movie is that it happens so fast. By like the third time, you're like, I'm. T- Team Tree, she's the best. Yeah, except uh, her name's Tree. My oh. name's Teresa. Oh, okay. Was it Teresa? Yeah. Okay, I don't know how I missed that. Well, <laughs> okay, if you like just smash together some random sounds from your name, because Teresa, Tree, like, okay, there's there's a connection there, but it's not direct. Like, what what would your smashed up nickname be? For Teresa? No, for you. Oh. Gar. No, for you, damn it. <laughs> Gar. Grit. Yeah, it would oh, be Grit. Oh, Grit. That's what my nephews just to call me. Grit. And I'll be like, yep, that's me now. Yeah. Good old grit. I think mine would be like axe. Oh, grit Ooh. and axe. Okay. Yeah, There's not I a like lot it. to work with with John. <laughs> it's already one syllable. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad they hear is Teresa because I was like, I don't know how they got tree. I was like, did they, are parents hippies? So something? you like followed the whole birthday card or, you know, uh, birthday thread. Dude, I'm but deep missed. in the weeds. I'm deep in the weeds of the, like the science of this, but I could give two fucks Listen, about it. We're names. talking about a tree, not weeds. Yeah. Get together here, dude. Uh, yeah, I missed the main character's name. Uh. Back to this movie. Wow. <laughs> Listeners, it is just... This is what happened when Mark's not here. here today. <laughs> Hang in there. We're going to get through this. So the alarm goes off. She's like, fuck, I'm late for class. Uh, and apparently... I would love to know is what her major is because she goes to some very complicated sounding class. It's like a medical class. It's like some crazy complicated medical class. And I was like, if you were out getting that shit faced every night, like coming back that late, you've probably missed enough of this where you're not graduating. Yeah, you would think. But turns out she's sleeping with the professor. And that's going to get you that A. Yeah. That's sweet, sweet. I'm not paying attention to this class. Oh, <laughs> that was right there, man, Garrett. Uh, I, look, you know what? I'm sorry. The D's not on the brain. I apologize. Do we know that at this time, though, that she's sleeping with this professor? No, we find out a few minutes later. Okay. Yeah, she All sits right. in. But they, they share a glance. Yeah. Ooh, then blah, after blah. class, like, I guess she goes to a hospital. Because she runs into Lori and Lori's like, I guess I don't have to ask why you're here. Okay. I, I have that note. What was she there for? Like, why was she? To oh, go to sleep meet with the, the professor. professor. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was like a slut joke. Like she was there to get like tested. And I was like, it's too fast to know if you have an STD, dear. I actually thought the first time I saw this, I thought that too. I was like, oh, she's got like syphilis or something. <laughs> that's a quick acting syphilis yeah. right there. But that's the thing I was, I was like, what's too fast to get any kind of results? I don't know what she means by that. But okay, so she was there to see. So that dude in the hospital was the same teacher yeah. from the class. Yeah. All these white dudes look the same. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't mean, know. He does look like super low rent Carrie Elwes. Carrie Elwes. 
He does. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. He does. You know who also, um, what's the guy from the office? Andy Bernard, um, Ed Helms, Ed Helms, the gay guy who, who's secretly gay in this looks like a buff Ed Helms. Pretty more cool. like shred Helms. Boom. Yeah. Oh. God, you were on top of it. We gotta get yeah. you sleep deprived more often. <laughs> well, we actually, we did skip. So that guy took tree to subway on their first date. Now, is that a good first date or not? It's fine. In college, I'd say it's fine. Yeah, I would agree. Where did yeah. you want to go? And then she made a really mean foot long joke. Oh, I, I felt really bad for this dude because regardless of like the, the interaction and what they actually have going on, like he at least took her out to dinner, which I feel like if someone's wanting to at least feed you, that's cool. Yeah. Like, you should be appreciative of that. And you know what? She also mentioned getting someone fired from TJ Maxx. So it's not like she's exclusively going to super fancy places. If you are okay with shopping at TJ Maxx, you should also be okay with eating at Subway. Maybe she just goes to TJ Maxx to get people fired. Maybe, Maybe I'm being a hypocrite because there. I would shop at TJ Maxx, but I won't eat at Subway. <laughs> yeah, but not in college anymore. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, on. tree, get it together here, girl. Yeah. So she's at the hospital to not get an STD test, but no. to see her teacher who she's fucking evidently. Yeah. Well, she runs into Lori, as you guys say, and yep. Lori is basically like, I know why you're here. And they, they, she has like a really hostile moment. Mm-hmm. And so we're to understand that Lori knows that she's having sex with the teacher. And is not happy about it. Okay. Oh, wait, that's right, because the end. God, I forgot about the end part. The whole <laughs> crux of this bullshit. It's not very obvious when you're watching it through the first time, but if you've seen, the, then you they do a good job. Like, this movie does hold up at least on one rewatch. You'll be like, oh, okay, I see what you're doing I there. will. I will point that out, but that is a really good point, John, is... Uh, um, like the movie with with Groundhog's Day type movies, you know, like everything should mean something. Everything's important to some degree. This movie did a really good job of not making me think I should be keeping tabs on all yeah. these items because they're all going to play into something later. Like it, it really sucked me right in. I was like in for the story right away. So she goes and meets the professor up in his office. She does an incredible kick. Oh, yeah. And wedges the chair under the door handle. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, so we know martial artist, maybe. It was, Possibly. Yeah. Gymnast, something like that. Maybe she's the Dancer? Matrix. Dancer. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was impressive. Lucky, I could not. Lucky kick. Uh, no, she's done that before. Okay. It, it was smooth. It that was, was confident. Look, you yeah. fucking up, professors. You learn how to kick a chair under a door. Yeah. All right. Like That's the, just how it is. It's one of the first things you learn. Uh, but as they're making out, because she just goes hard on them. Yeah. And hard like, on. <laughs> boom. <laughs> Uh, the door rattles and uh, it's his wife yeah. trying to come in. Now, this always pisses me off in movies because the, the guy's all like, oh, honey, have I introduced you to my student tree? I was helping her with some stuff, blah, 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 blah. And the student immediately goes like, uh, uh, nice to meet you. Gotta go. Like, never do that. Yeah, just never be cool d- about it. Say like, oh, thanks for helping me review my biochem notes. I was really confused about this reaction. Are we done here? Can oh. I go? Yeah. You know, like, don't basically immediately panic and run away scared. If you want to give up the game immediately, that's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Take it from an expert. <laughs> <laughs> Take it from an expert. I have not fucked a lot of professors, okay? Uh, I can't say I have fucked none because I don't know everyone's profession, but I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. You don't the get nu- their the resume? Number, the number could be zero. The number could be more than one. Fair. Yeah, and the wife's like, mm-hmm, she knows something's up. Oh, yeah, she gives that look. Yeah, and he's like, oh, the door was jammed. Like, that, you could do better again, than that. My God, people. Like, And again, I don't condone cheating on people. That's not what you should be doing. No. But Jesus, if you're going to do this stuff, take a class. 
Like read a pamphlet, learn any basic. If you're gonna so do, you decided to cheat on your wife. <laughs> if you're gonna do anything in life, just do it right. Like just just put the effort in. These people put zero effort into covering this shit up. Yeah. But anyway, so she runs out, and at this point, it's the house meeting now. Okay, the lunch house meeting. Now this scene, I'm so pissed. I have to watch this over and over and over again in this movie. Yeah, um, there's some like bullying going on here. Who's big time. the main chick? Stephanie. Stephanie. And Anyway, sorority headmistress. Yeah, the, the head sorority mistress. <laughs> so Stephanie's having the meeting. And they're talking about what? Picking a charity? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they don't want to work with the special ed kids because she finds them creepy. Which is typical Stephanie. Yeah. Tree is sitting there at the meeting and in walks in. Um, this is Becky. This Becky. is Becky. Okay. Yeah, who shows up with a tray of actual food items. It's a salad and a cup of chocolate milk or something like and that. And like one other thing. It's like a totally normal there's a muffin on there. Oh, that's yeah, where we learned that Kappas don't eat muffins. Oh, okay, okay. I knew there was something that like Stephanie pretty... finds completely offensive, and she, like it's because of the carbs, I guess. And yeah. She's very mad about the chocolate milk. And she's like, "I'm sorry, I didn't eat breakfast." She's like, "None of us ate breakfast, Becky." I'm like, all right, pump your brakes. Yeah, uh, you could have eaten breakfast. There's no law. And uh, she goes, "Tree, what's wrong with that?" And she's like, "We don't eat muffins or whatever or something yeah. like that." Tree jumps in on the bullying, and poor Becky gets up and like you know she goes she, she basically is about to cry. Yeah, because of her very well-balanced meal that she has is not good enough for Stephanie and the other Kappas. I think she went off screen and drank two chocolate milks and spikes. That's what I would do. I would have looked at Stephanie and been like, bitch, watch this. Just drank it right there. I'm gonna go get a gallon of this shit now. Drink your chocolate milk, girl. So just a gallon of regular milk in a Hershey squeeze bar. Her <laughs> bar bars <laughs> squeeze, squeeze container. Bar. Wow. Yeah. And just I go love to a good it. Hershey squeeze bar. Yeah, those are the best. Yeah. If you don't know about them, it's a uh, uh, so Antarctic it's a, candy. Okay. Only. It's a southern thing. Yeah. B- business idea: chocolate milk bar called the Hershey squeeze bar. Yeah. Hershey's get at us. Just basically make chocolate gushers and call them the Hershey squirts. Oh, oh. Hershey squirts. Okay, maybe we got to work with marketing on the naming. But <laughs> so anyway. Becky gets up about to just burst into tears. And as she's about to like run off, she smashes into Carter, the dude from earlier in Mm -hmm. the bedroom. Chocolate milk everywhere. All over tree. And tree's like, Oh my God, how could, and then like Carter's like, Oh, Hey, what's up? Uh, tree and they're like do you know this guy because evidently Carter looks like the kind of guy you wouldn't ever be with yeah this is completely fine it's a very classic reverse situation where we're supposed to believe that Carter is like this super nerd but he's obviously like a very conventionally attractive person he's a hottie yeah. he had a they live poster you know he's a cool dude yeah uh, so I'm glad to hear I'm a cool guy but you know it, it's movie unattractiveness yes. which in regular is, he's gonna take his which, glasses off later and become hot exactly which means you can't tell he has six pack abs through his shirt. Yeah. Yes. But you know he's done some crunches. Yeah. So. Guys, definitely. I mean, he's totally like, yeah, whatever. Uh, but, but he's supposed to be like a hideous, uh, like. I think he's just supposed to be a he's big He's supposed old to be Garrett, is basically what he's supposed to be. You're supposed to look at him and go, ugh, I'm pretty positive I can do better. And he's probably a poor because he has to live in the dorm. Yeah. So not a house. They did say something about him, like living in a. Well, yeah, the, uh, she wakes up. She's like, I can't believe I woke up in a dorm or whatever. Or am I in a dorm? Or she's very upset about it being a dorm. Saigon. I can't believe I'm back in Saigon. <laughs> <laughs> she basically. She like do you know this guy and she's like no and he's like yes at the same time so you know this is the most but he plays it cool he plays it way cooler than she does in the office with mm-hmm. the professor's wife oh, absolutely because he's just like oh we had a class together last year yeah he picks up on like oh i'm not supposed to be saying that i know her this, this is like clue number two that carter's a nice guy because he could have been a huge dick about it uh but instead 
He's like, you know what? I'm not going to embarrass her in front of her Look, friends. Look, he knew he was hitting out of his league on that one. He knew he hit a home run on that one. He was like, you know what? I'm not going to go back up to bat again. But I, mean, I guess we could spoil like 20 minutes in the future. He didn't actually sleep with her. He just put her to bed, folded up her pants, and slept next to her. Just Classy a dude. super nice guy. Yeah. No, he slept in his yeah, roommate's bed. Yeah, he slept bed. in a separate bed. He, yeah, next to her made it sound. Yeah. He made the roommate sleep in his car. Yeah. That smells like Hot Pockets and socks. Yeah. Which to me is like, dude, that's your problem. Sock pockets. Yeah. Sock pockets. Why do you? have your car smell like so go get it washed what's well, because he's having to sleep in his car all the time because car is pulling in that pussy non-stop that fine vagina that fine vagi- when he said vagina i was like oh boy because the rhyme with fine oh he's a poet and he didn't know it yeah i, I think like he it. did know it he was really proud of it you think he worked on that all night in the car yeah that's what he was thinking of workshop he, that okay. he's got a notebook he scratched out like you know different iterations of it <laughs> radical pussy no uh, that's not great yeah radical Re- vagina radical vagina needs a reunion shana where are you <laughs> <laughs> anyway um so yeah no carter plays it off pretty well and he's like hey i brought you back your bracelet and she was like, thank you. And then she gets a call from her dad, a voicemail, because her dad's been calling her all oh, day. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she gets a voicemail. He's like, I can't believe you stood me up on today of all days. This is no. terrible. He, was, he wasn't mad. He's more he's depressed. Like, I waited at that restaurant for an hour, blah, blah, blah. Which, he sounded kind of pissed. Yeah, all right, all right, yeah. So, um, but again, but there was this find, touch of you sadness. You find out too. that it's his wife's birthday also. So the mom and the daughter have the same birthday. The mom's dead. So I can see why he's a little more annoyed that, like, trees ignoring him on this day yeah but anyway his daughter and his wife both same birthday and this is playing out i'd be a little pissed too yeah but anyway so she's back in the dorm and then stephanie walks in and was like don't i look good in your shirt she's like when are you going to the party if you show up late all the cute single boys are going to be taken single boys oh, she, i thought she said sigma and i was like sigma I yeah maybe it probably was single it, yeah though. it that was makes more no sense. it's sigma because i had the subtitles on uh, i just couldn't remember oh. the, the, the greek letter but yeah she said well, all the sigma boys I are going to be gone single boys and i'm like she she doesn't strike me as the type of person who would really care about their relationship status. My hunky boys. Yeah. Like every loop through, I heard a different word there. So <laughs> it wasn't enunciated well. I did not have subtitles on because they probably would have been very tiny on my phone screen. <laughs> yes. You watch this on your phone. Nice. I mean, that is the way films are meant to be watched. I think Christopher Nolan would back me up here. Yeah. In a small hand sized screen. Yes. Yeah. And he'd uh, also say, you don't need to hear dialogue. That's my number one thing. When I make a movie, I make sure all the dialogue is muddy and low. Look, shut Shut your mouth. Bane was fine before the fucking ramp up audio bullshit mm-hmm, that they did. Mm-hmm. All right. I'd have no problem in the IMAX hearing. What him about talk. Tenet, which uh, apparently has a script. Words are supposedly said. Owen Tenet. Haven't watched it yet. <laughs> Need to do that at some point. But yes, I hear that one's actually really hard to hear. Yeah. But anyway, regardless. Um, this movie, not that bad. Dialogue. Good, good volume on the dialogue. <laughs> you know Quality what? audio levels. This movie was mixed really well yeah surprisingly well the foley artists like really didn't overpower with the sounds um especially when like that music box is playing and the scene we're gonna get to in mm-hmm. a second like that played out really well it had like a really nice echo reverb without being like fake sounding the only that- piece of dialogue i had to go back to and listen to a couple of times was fine vagina because i'm like did he just fucking say fine vagina mm-hmm. so <laughs> <laughs> if you turn on subtitles you would have known yeah but, or, um, I, well, I, I also agree. I didn't really fully hear him, but Tree says it back to him and she's like, oh yeah, find vagina out. I was like, all right, so she's, we own it. So she's in the room. She's like, Stephanie's like, you better hurry up or all the Sigma boys are going to be taking, you know, like, and then this is when we get like a 
I don't remember if it's a flashback or what, but we find out that um, her mom died. Her mom is dead, and her mom, like... Oh, she's watching a video on her phone. Okay, that's what it is. Yeah. I knew there was something. Now, at this point... We don't know that she's dead. We just see a, kid, a video of her younger well, it, with it her mom. Well, it becomes kind of obvious, because the way she's looking at it and the pictures Sadly, and stuff, I was like, I was yeah. like, oh, okay, her mom's gone. And we've had no mention of her mom and just the dad and stuff. It has so. the visual language of grief. Yeah, yes, yes yeah. <laughs> there you go. Actually, that's well, well said. Yeah. Um, thanks for really making it feel like this podcast has it together. <laughs> thanks for classing up this podcast. <laughs> yeah, today. there we go. Um, so at this point, she's getting ready for the, the party. Is there a party every night in college? I would say at a, like a sorority fraternity situation, most nights, yes. Really? Yeah. Wow. Now, you know, you probably don't have to go to all of them. I'd be so damn tired. Yeah. Well, you're also, you know, not like 21 or 22 when you're prime party in age. Look, even then. Or 18, 19. However old tree's supposed to be. Yeah, and okay, I do have to say she, you know, went to a party the night before this movie takes place, which we find out was a Sunday, and now she's going to another party on a Monday? Come on, you guys. Oh, yeah, that was a Sunday. Sunday yeah, party. Sunday night drinking. She got fucking hammered on Sunday yeah, night. No hangover, though. But no, she, that, she asked for those Advils, remember? She, oh, was, she was bitching yeah. about those. She's like, it's like I need to on all That's now. That's that young person rebound, though. Exactly. I don't, yeah. ha- don't have that anymore. Look, Tree is 37 or 40 years old. We don't know yet, okay? Uh, no, she, I looked it up. She's uh, 35 now, so she would have been literally 30 when she filmed this oh, movie. Oh, the character. I was like, Oh, no, the actress, oh, Jessica okay. Roth. Yeah, I don't care about actual age because they always do that shit yeah i mean how many 40 year old teenagers do we have in the 80s for our horror movies yeah that's fair yeah i mean I'm they, w- that's one thing i'm willing to oh, let go right out the gate how much would i have given to when she wakes up in the dorm just to say i am 30 or 40 years old <laughs> and i do not need this <laughs> oh, that would be awesome uh, that would have been fantastic so she's dressed for the da- the, the the party i keep wanting to say dance yeah i'm going to the dance mom and uh the sock hop <laughs> <laughs> so she walks past some frat dudes in their like you know their team gear like the a on the red shirt scarlet letter type Mm -hmm. shit their mascot is what a baby baby? Baby. they're the bayfield babies yeah no is that really what it's the mayfield no it's bayfield Bayfield. is it bayfield for the alliteration or i think it's assonance but bayfield babies yeah is that really because i I, yeah that's why everyone has the baby mask and some guys selling it i finished this movie and then i fast forwarded this movie at like double speed to watch any scene where there was a baby mask to see if anyone said or showed the words babies. I saw in the background of a shot, it was like a poster or, you know, like a okay. pen or something that said Bayfield babies. And then there's okay. some weird strange guy hawking the mask. Yeah, later yeah but he never says babies. Hawking so his cheesy I checked that. I checked that scene a couple times because I was like, w- there's no college that's like, we're the babies. Well, they're at Bayfield Oh man, they should have gotten the baby. Now, um, be, yeah, no. it would have been cool, but also <laughs> or, or bad baby. <laughs> oh yeah, so many options with babies. But imagine you win, you know, like at a sporting event, you just you got, got beat by a, baby. by a baby. Yeah, I like it. I dig it. That's fact. I'm you know just, what? We're the grave talk babies from now on. <laughs> no, we're not. No, absolutely not. Oh my god, I'm just trying to imagine a grave dude babies a, for life. Yeah. A dude in a diaper with a rattle running onto the field, being like, "Let's do it." That's just the like mascot. Shit, like yeah. what the fuck? Then he shits himself like a real baby. <laughs> <laughs> Who thought babies? Okay, so I know that they oh, had no, the stupid baby mask. Are, maybe they're implying it's an adult baby, and that is a scary oh, mascot. Yeah. They workshopped it. They started with the Bayfield infants. They're like too small, too small. Bayfield toddlers, too big. They landed on Bayfield babies. What's the difference? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Anyway, so it is the babies because I was like, 
I knew the baby was somehow related because I saw the little stupid image. Yeah. But I was like, no college is ever calling themselves the babies. Yeah, Bayfield didn't get the memo. Anyway, I know someone had a stupid baby mask. I'm like, this would be creepier if someone's trying to kill you in this. Ha ha ha. Bloomfield. So, or well, Bloomhouse, not Bloomfield. <laughs> Bloomhouse. Yeah, well, uh, they're like, all oh, the Bloomhouse babies. We're in. I'm just, I, this was this was the golden age of shitty masks, too. Yeah. I'm sorry. The baby mask was not scary at Oh, all. I kind of like the baby mask. I imagine getting stabbed by a fucking guy in a baby mask. Couldn't That's take scary. it seriously. Yeah, you would when you're getting stabbed. I'd be fucking pissed. I'd be like, really, a fucking baby? That's the approach. I think that's what he wants. Or they. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so she goes, she's walking through the the most well-lit, heavily ordinanced this construction like quad, site. Yeah. Like, there's like... Heavily ordinanced. <laughs> Landmines, <laughs> artillery. <laughs> I don't know what, it, what the word is when you like put a bunch of like construction bullshit everywhere. But anyway... Under construction? Yeah, I'd say fenced maybe or worn. There is like a million flashing orange lights and like 17 barriers and tape. And I was like... Yeah. No construction site has ever had this much warning material around it. But anyway, she walks through that nonsense. I thought that was going to all come back and be useful because they yeah. kept showing it. In the I shots. thought it was like going to be like a Looney Tunes situation where she like fell into a big hole. <laughs> she holds up a sign like whelp. She goes to a tunnel and as she's about to walk through it, she hears happy birthday coming from a little music box in the, the tunnel. And she's like, all right, really funny, you guys. I guess you know it's my birthday. Bam, out of nowhere, baby mask dude in a hoodie. Yeah. And then she starts talking shit right away. She's like, not scared. This is a trash murderer's outfit. Do better. I'm out of here. And then you know what? She gets killed. She does. Yeah. She gets stabbed uh, pretty solidly, like right through the throat. Hella murdered. Yeah. Now, yeah. this movie does have actually some really gory kills, which uh, I appreciated. See, it has very implied gory kills, but there's no actual blood in this whole movie. Like, there's barely oh, like three drops that's of That's a good blood. point. I didn't think about yeah, that. Yeah, it's PG 13. They yeah. keep it really tame. I guess yeah. it is implied. Wow. I did a good job of like implying yes. it out so my brain was all like fill in the blanks. Uh, so, pretty good there, but overall, very minimal actual gore. Hmm. Well, yeah, just some like blood Stains, yeah, mostly, mostly. You see a knife handle sticking out of a person here and there. The important yeah. thing to take away from this is Tree got killed. She definitely murdered, dead, and Listen. then bam, smash cut. It's your birthday. Now you gotta answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I swear to God, I thought that's what it was. I was like, this makes no sense. But anyway, um, and now I, we're in loop two. Yeah. Okay. We're this is where this is where it all starts. Like this is where we get into the loops, and we're gonna burn through some of these days a little bit faster now that we don't have to go through all of this. Yeah, but well, don't worry, there's a montage. So there is a montage. Yeah. We play out the opening scene again, where she like wakes up, and you know he's all like, "Hey, my name's Carter. I don't know if you remember mm. me. You were wasted last night." This right here is where I realized I hate movies that make me listen to the same dialogue over and over and over again. I do too. And I was really worried that this was going to be super obnoxious, but I think that they found a good balance of keeping enough of the same cues. So we know it's a repeat very quickly, but there's enough subtle changes almost immediately to make it not super tedious. Yeah, Back is, to the word implied. Yeah. Cause eventually they, they quickly drop. Cause I mean the, the second loop is a lot of repeat and I yeah. was like, I am going to be in hell this is the most copy and paste because then she starts reacting differently yeah. each time after yeah. this yeah. yeah and i mean with the second one you kind of need that because she doesn't know she's in a mm -hmm. loop yet of she's, course but there were still a lot of subtle changes like okay she reacts a little bit differently when um like becky gets up from the table at lunch so she doesn't get nearly as much chocolate milk spilled on her and things like that so it's yeah you're already starting to see some differences um and she's less mean and more confused this time through yes. yeah so i i was really worried that that was going to get get super tedious, but I think they found a good balance of doing enough 
the the required amount of repetition without going overboard with it. Yeah, you but, know who does it well? Clue, the movie Clue. Now there's a movie that knows how to repeat a scene. Yeah, and Pulp Fiction does a good job of it too. They give you just enough oh, to start the yeah. scene and they switch it up, which is what this movie did. Yeah, I feel like this movie is definitely in the Pulp Fiction aspect of you get enough to kind of be like, hey, this is similar. Remember this, yeah. and here's a different view perspective on it. Totally. And um, I'm glad they did that because again, I was about to be pissed, mm. but um, they switch it up this time. She's going to go the same day. Repeat. She's kind of like, wait a minute, this is all deja vu. What the hell? Yeah, and someone says deja vu. I think it's uh, the Stephanie. The, Stephanie says deja vu is when someone's thinking about you while they're masturbating. <laughs> she's like, that's why I have it five times a day. <laughs> yeah. Day two repeats and now she's going to go to the party again. She goes and sees the um, the music box in the uh, the tunnel and instead of being like, well, let me repeat it. She's like, oh, fuck this noise and heads back to the house. And as she heads back to the sorority house, she opens the door, but all the lights are out and she's like, what the hell? The door's locked and she's like, what? She finally gets the door open and the lights flip I on. I thought she went to a, fr- a frat house, not the sorority Yeah, house. she just took a different path to the party. Oh, was it a frat? Oh. Yeah, because when she goes upstairs, it's very clearly like that dude's Oh, room. the Pleasure Dome. <laughs> yeah, it leads to one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Yes. yes. Well, we did talk about the Pleasure Dome in a minute, but um, yes. We're going to get to the Pleasure Dome. Yeah. <laughs> so, Trust me. Strap in. Um, <laughs> to the Pleasure Dome. <laughs> So, okay, so the frat house. Okay, that makes more sense then, because I was like, why would everything be locked? No one's there. But anyway, Imagine how pissed you'd be if it was your birthday. You walk to somebody else's house for a party. There's a sign that says, go back to your original house. <laughs> you go back, and then there's your surprise well, I party. thought she was calling it quits, like, oh, no, I'm not doing this. I'm going to go back home. But if I guess that happened she was, to me, I'd be like, fuck this. I'm going to the bar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah good, good call. And probably so, what Tree does, too, actually, knowing her. She opens the door. She does. The lights go on. And there's a dude in a baby mask and she decks that dude in a baby mask and everyone goes, surprise! And like, oh my God, you punched this dude in the face. Knocks him right on his ass. She gets a good hit She punches a baby. And okay, I did kind of love, everyone's like, Stephanie grabs her like, don't fuck with the camera. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And she's playing damage control real quick. Yeah. It was, I thought that was very funny. I did like that as well. So they've also been implying that Tree has had a thing with some guy that her roommate Lori is into, but they're trying to keep it on the DL. I don't know if Lori's dating him though, or just interested. Well, in they him. they reference that they they maybe have been doing some stuff before, and the night before on the Sunday blackout out. party, she stuck her tongue down his throat. Yeah, and she's like, "Do you think Stephanie's mad about that?" Right, but she because, was wasted too. Yeah, she was wasted too. She probably doesn't remember. Like, oh, collective amnesia saves us again, type thing is yes. what they say. And these this is very kind of important because he's like, "Okay, here are your potential suspects, right?" Every Everybody has a reason to want to kill. This is our Scooby Doo like yeah. setup. So at this point, God, that this dude. This is a grim Scooby Doo episode. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. A lot uh, more murder than you usually see. Oh in my God. Those. I would give every dollar on my bank account to see half these girls in fucking Velma outfits. Anyway, leave that in the podcast. Or Ladies, if you're out there, send me your Velma cosplay. They take off the baby mask and it's just like Tree from the Future. It's like, I would have okay. got away. Oh, I no. honestly thought it was going to be. <laughs> I thought it was Carter. I thought oh. the killer was. I thought um, Tombs at the end. Spoiler alert, yeah. Tombs. I thought Tombs was Carter from the future trying to kill Tree because of something she did. Yeah, I dated you, and now look, I'm a serial killer. This is and what then you I did. also thought it was her mom's ghost that was basically killing her at one oh. point. Dude, I went. I had a journey <laughs> with who I thought the killers were in this movie. I'm so disappointed in you. Murder. I had a list of names in the order I thought they were going to get, like the, who were the killers, and then like every next one was like, nope, nope, nope. 
No, like it's just me like slowly checking them off as so I you went had through. your own suspect list. I did. Yeah. I did. And did I was bad at it. All your belongings out of your window though to make it. No, okay. no, I did not. So Did you think about it? I did think about it. <laughs> so anyway. Uh so she meets the guy and he's like, Hey, do you want to come up upstairs? Well, well she's her and Stephanie, Tree and Stephanie are there, and he goes like, Hey, it's okay, you punched me. Ladies. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and Stephanie's like, ah, you're so hilarious. And he doesn't give two shits no. about Stephanie. He's like, sup, Tree? You want to see the Pleasure Dome? Yeah, he doesn't call it the Pleasure Dome <laughs> yet. But yeah, he's like, we should go someplace out of the way. And then Stephanie's pissed. She's like, motherfucker. So like, now got, you think Stephanie could be yeah. a suspect, too. He's like, I got an Xbox 360. Do you want to go see it? Is that what Play he GTA said? 5? No, he doesn't Oh, God. That. I was like, if he fucking led with, do you want to see my 360? I was like, dude, you're going to be... A virgin forever. Uh, yeah, was that even the Xbox in 2017? No, I think the Xbox One was already out. Don't know. Mark yeah. would know. Yeah. This is why we need Mark here. I know, Mark. I'm, I'm trying to fill in your video game knowledge, but obviously I'm doing a bad I'm job. Falling down on my yeah. on my Mark. Come back, Shane. Though it'd be funnier if Xbox 360 was vintage by then, so then he'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> you want to see my old ass Xbox? That's that's what that I said. It sounds like you said ass sex box. <laughs> well, it fit in with the pleasure dome. So <laughs> so he takes her upstairs to a, a frat room, which he then calls the pleasure dome, which my my note in giant all caps is, damn it, I want a large lava lamp. Yeah. Because there's a giant lava lamp in this room. And, and he has all sorts of like cool lights and like disco super ball. loud music. And yeah. he starts. They could throw a small rave in this room. Yeah. The thing about that music, though, is it sounds like the kind of music that like Sims would dance to. <laughs> he also dances like a Sim. <laughs> yeah. His dancing was horrible. I was like, bro, if you ever had a chance of getting laid, you just lost it right there with that dance. And as someone who at Frightmare won a dance battle with an evil clown, I have room to judge his dancing. It was very bad. It's yeah. true. You beat the hell out of that evil clown via dancing. Mm -hmm. Dope. Mm. Yeah. As someone who can't dance worse shit, but can identify bad dancing. That was it. I was like, oh, that's how I would dance. Poorly. <laughs> so anyway, he's like, welcome to the Pleasure Dome. And so she's like, I'm over this. And then what? Does she get a call? No, well, no. She gets a text Stephanie's from Stephanie. like, are you upstairs with him? I'd be pissed that that room was clearly a cube and not a dome. Yeah, that's true. First, she's going to Subway. Now she's sleeping with people who don't know shapes. And yet she thinks Carter's embarrassing. This is, what, he, this is what happens when you're a 50-year-old sorority girl. <laughs> yeah, I bet he could tell a cube from a dome. Uh, I bet he could calculate the volume of a dome, too. I, oh, definitely. Carter's the perfect man. Can yeah. we all agree on uh, this? Agreed. Okay. Uh, so but, anyway, she... But Tree's like, what? No, I would never do that. I'm totally not going to bang your boyfriend crush, whatever the hell it is. Crush. Uh, and she's like... And while she's texting him... Oh, and he puts on the baby mask again. And she's like, ha ha, that's very funny. Yeah, because uh, everyone loves dressing up in a fucking baby mask. You know, there's one thing I want to do when I'm trying to like woo a girl into having sex with me is put on a fucking baby mask. No. Yeah. So she makes him take it off. She gets a text. She turns around while he's dancing in the background. And then he's having more fun by himself in the pleasure yeah. dome than he could have with her in the pleasure dome. <laughs> I, I have a feeling that's pretty normal. He has a lot of fun by himself in the pleasure <laughs> dome. <laughs> um, and then while she's doing all this text, we see another person in a baby mask come in and just murder the fuck out of him back there. Yeah. And the music so loud she can't hear yeah. any of this nonsense going on so yeah and it's um, framed so great because it's like over her shoulder where you just see him dancing around and then he's just getting stabbed in the stomach uh, silently it is a very well done scene uh. and then she turns around and she's like alright take the mask off I'm over this and then bam she finds out that dude's got a knife she realizes it's not whatever that disposable frat boy's name is Adam Arthur something with an A 
Okay. Biff. <laughs> That's okay. You know, what? you know what? You're in the right part of the alphabet, so we're going to give it yeah, to I, you. Yeah, I migrated past A. We're okay. past that. Okay. A's uh, some, you know, some she short. She realizes she syllable. gets killed in the pleasure dome. Well, yeah, so she's like fighting with the, she does put up a hell of a fight. Oh, we're going to talk about the, the yeah. bullshit. And then another yeah. guy comes in. She's like, help me, help me, help me. He's like, all right, man. And she, yeah, dude just straight up was like, rape. Okay, yeah. later. And I was like, this yo. This is to give us a good and heavy handed ju- juxtaposition for what a nice guy Carter is yeah. when we found out that they never had sex. Do you think that's what that was? Yeah. Okay. I, th- I think so. It also shows... It has that effect on No, no, I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm not saying that it doesn't seem like that. I'm just saying, like, you know, that makes a lot of sense. I just didn't think of it that way. I was just like, oh, wow, these guys are fucking despicable. Right, which made Carter look less despicable. Oh, okay, yeah. you know what? Bang on. Yeah. While getting murdered, she has time to go, you fucking asshole. Uh, I love how she just reverts yeah. to, like, you know what? If I'm going to die, I'm fucking talking mad shit. Go out swinging. Tried to think of like what some like really like vicious last words would be. Honestly, if I ever find myself in that position, I'm probably just going to go a classic. I'll see you in hell. But, you know, I, I like it. That that classic yeah. just never gets old. I'd be like, this sucks. Anyway, so she gets killed. Bam, we repeat. Now we're on day three. Yeah. And this is where we start. She sees, she's like kind of accepted like, okay, I'm in a repeat. What the fuck? This is more of a panic repeat day. Yeah. Now she's kind of like, I got to avoid this. What the hell's going on? Oh my God. This stuff definitely is duplicated. This is not right. There is one thing that we did forget to mention that has occurred in every repeat. And that is when she's having a conversation with Stephanie and the lights flicker out for a few seconds. And this happens in every single repeat. Right. At 9.23 PM. Yes. Yes. And it's, it's, I'm glad they did that and that they did that specifically to kind of like basically say like, this is where you are in the day. Yeah. Like, so you can recalibrate because as of this point in the movie, the events of the day start becoming very different than the way they were before. So you don't know what time it is, where you're supposed to be, all this stuff like that. Yes, we have a couple of landmarks. Yes, when the lights flicker, you know like, okay, it's nighttime, the kill's about to happen soon. Now she starts telling Carter where her Advil is, there's Tylenol is too. It's like, it's over there, it's under, he's like, it's like you've been here before. Yeah, this time, this the third one is where she decides she's going to stay home from the party, right. and she gets killed in the sorority house. Now, this also does one of the biggest horror sins that I still wish movies would stop doing altogether. When you're creeping into a bathroom to look behind a shower curtain because the killer may be behind the shower curtain, if you hear a, a light flick on or a TV turn on behind you, take a quick look, make sure no one's behind you, but finish checking that goddamn shower. Like everyone just gives up on the thing they were trying to check where the killer obviously Mm -hmm. is because they hear a noise somewhere else. Sure, that's number two to investigate after you check this thing out you're looking at, but everyone does that crap where they just turn around like, well, I guess I'm not gonna worry about the shower because I heard a noise behind me and I'm like, damn it. She also does somewhere get a bunch of lumber to put over the window. I did like that. She blocks her door with her dresser. She puts some boards hammered up over the window. So she like went to Home Depot or something. No, they got extra wood. It's a sorority house, dude. I don't think. I bet they have all sorts of crap in the basement. Yeah, crafts activity. Okay, fair enough. That stuff was back from that house of plantation. They've got all sorts of stuff. I'm assuming all sorority houses and stuff are plantations and they're all these like massive like houses and stuff like that. I mean, I went to school in Reno, Nevada, where there were never plantations. That and you know of. Secret plantation. Yeah. But they're just big ass houses. Song. A lot of them are just like X mansions. 
Yeah. Oh God, that's so much better. I like them as X mansions. That makes me feel no, way not less like the worse. I mean, they're kind, all but... full of my exes. So, <laughs> oh boy, uh, they're mostly. I guess I know why you're at the hospital today, huh? <laughs> <laughs> STD Joe, get it, get it. That's a callback. That's yeah. what we call a callback in the business. They're mostly just really poorly constructed homes okay. uh, that someone McMansions. Broke. Yeah, pretty definitely much. poorly maintained. Yeah, homes. yeah, they might have been built fine. In fact, they had to be considering how poorly maintained they are, and they're still standing. These idiots can't use their phones half the time properly. I doubt they. they they doubt they know how to redo the trim on a window. Yeah. Well, that's why you have your like den mother or whatever. <gasps> we should start a like a yeah, DIY like I think that's Stephanie. No, no, it's She's like an adult yeah. human usually. <laughs> that's true. She's fifty two <laughs> years old. <laughs> she is the den mother. Best den mother ever. Yeah. You saw Black Christmas. We did it on the podcast. Oh yeah, I forgot that about that adult old lady. Yeah. So okay. She should. All right. Been. Okay. Right on. Right on. Yeah. Look, I'm learning so much about sororities right now. Yeah. All right. From experts. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm assuming all sororities and frat houses are just basically knockoffs. Uh, Xavier School for the Gifted Youngsters at this point. Yeah. Here, here is my sorority cred. I had a friend in college who shared an alley with a sorority. Her apartment backed up to the alley that they also used, and they always had to fight for parking. Okay. Yeah. And uh, one of the fire stations that my dad worked at was across from Sigma New. And if you don't get to parties early, all the Sigma guys all take them. them. Yeah. And that, they can't find parking. That no. frat got busted for making fake IDs. Ooh. Ooh. My my frat slash sorority uh, cred. I've known individuals who have been in them. Uh, never talked to them about it, but I assume I picked something up through osmosis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know some Greek letters. Yeah, I've seen the outside. In fact, the inside of some of these houses. So My frat cred, yeah. I can basically tell you what happens in all four of the Revenge of the Nerds movies from start to finish. Yeah. I can almost quote the first one in entirety. And on top of that, one time when I was walking near campus in Austin, uh, there was a frat party going on, and I walked into a yard, grabbed a beer, and walked out. I'm surprised they even let you in uh, without a girl. A lot of times in the dick ones, they make you bring more girls than guys. <laughs> It's called a fraternity, not a dick one. I, I, feel like, <laughs> I, I feel like they took one look at me and were like, no, just let this one go. There's no way he's bringing anything with them. Anyway, point being, we all have very little experience with sorority, frats. sorority, right? Is that what they're called? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the male equivalent's just a dick sorority. <laughs> anyway, back to Happy Death Day. So now in loop four, she's like, all right, Carter, I'm going to tell you some crazy shit. And I hope you believe me. I love that Carter is so incredulous. <laughs> and he's just like, all right, this sounds great. I hated Wait, no, credulous. that. Credu yeah. yeah, he is very credulous. I no, excuse hated me. that because it was just like, he's like, well, it could be this. But I was like, no, no. A woman wakes up screaming in your bed and then drops this shit on you. You'd be like, tell you what, I'm going to get you an Uber. I wish you the best. Mm, I'm going to have to go all the way back to Carter is thinking, not with his big brain, bro. He's thinking with his little brain. You think so? Oh, yeah. You think, Tree, you think he's long long game in this? Yeah. Okay. Tree's fine. And he, by this movie's laws, uh, is not pulling anything like Tree. Or maybe he has, you know, a, a family member who has a memory-related disease, like an Alzheimer's maybe, because a yeah. lot of times uh. one of the strategies they'll give for those is when they start, you know, going on kind of a strange narrative is to just play along with them. Mm -hmm. And that's like... Just you know, one of the one of the best ways to to interact with people who have memory issues. Bam. All right, I've heard the arguments, and John is correct. Yeah, he wants to get it inside tree. <laughs> I'm sorry, that may be your your answer may be factually accurate, but in the context of this movie, eh, you're wrong. Or I'm gonna float a third a third option, very similar. He really really likes Fifty First Dates, 
And he's like, now is my chance. <laughs> he's trying to live it out. Oh, no. Alternative. Clearly at the end, he is a big Groundhog's Day fan. Oh. And he's like, finally my chance. Yeah. Oh, he does reference it. He does. He's he's like, you haven't seen this movie? <laughs> yeah. He, he, well, more concerning. Fine. You've never seen Groundhog's Day. Teresa, she doesn't know who Bill Murray is. She's like, uh, Wait, I thought she said she didn't know the movie it was. Yeah. She always, and he's like, with Bill Murray. And she's like, who's Bill Murray? Yeah. Oh, that's bullshit. Then that's like being like, I don't watch Star Wars. I don't know what a Darth Vader is like bullshit. You exist in the world. You know what a Star Wars yeah. is. It's, you could tell because you call it a Star Wars. <laughs> uh, but anyway, he's like, go see a Star Wars. <laughs> anyway, he's like, okay, who would want to kill you? And then we find out tree is terrible. Now, I do appreciate as, as someone who does this myself, I do appreciate Carter's immediate like, let's go into problem solving mode. Yeah. Who wants to kill you? Let's break it down. Let's make a list. I'm right. just like, here we go. But he makes that list on a fucking napkin like, bro. Well, then he stops because her list is like, she's like, it could be everyone. Oh, yeah, because she's not thinking like a ton of people. Well, she's like, it could be my roommate, could be my sorority sister, could the be the Uber girl. The driver I spit on. Yeah, and he's like, the TJ Maxx The employee. girl I got fired from TJ Maxx. The short girl I got yeah. fired from TJ Maxx. And, and, like, and she goes, what, like, you've never spit on anybody? Like, no, I have not. That's a and weird. And she's like, nobody's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> At this point in the movie, I was still like, I don't care that she's getting killed. Like, I just didn't give a shit. But this is the start of her turn. Yes, that's true. Finally, he's like, look, from what you say is true just you have infinite opportunity to figure this yeah. out right and she's like oh so you think i should just get murdered to until i figure out who it is and it's like yeah tree i think there. this is the day also where carter confesses like i didn't actually fuck you you fell asleep on the thing and that's why she kind of trusts him to tell him what's going on um yeah because she when when he like judges her he she's uh she goes oh like miss i took advantage mr date rape i'm gonna take a yeah. super drunk girl home and he's like i didn't even fuck you and she's just like what and then, and this is where it's like, man, Tree, your bar for men is so low. Cause she's like, she, I think this is where she falls in love with him. She's like, what? You didn't take advantage of me? Oof, all right. Well, I didn't get raped. He's the one. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, God damn, girl. Uh, well, I guess this is one of two actions. This is the action uh, where she's like, you know what? You're, I've never met a man like you before. Uh, I, I do love the way uh, this character plays off, like how she like so immediately becomes like enamored with Carter. Like, I love the way she plays that out. It's so charming. Yeah. Cause when she He's like, I don't know who he is, but I love him and I'm going to marry him. And I was just like, well, clearly she's being hyperbolic. Well, she here, jumps but like, to, I'm going to have his babies. Yeah. Oh, yo, she is down. Yeah. Okay. She's like, uh, lose the condom, son. Let's go. Though, weirdly, if you think about it from his, so from her perspective, she's like had like 16, I think they say first dates or, you know, time to get to know Carter. And so she is way more enamored with Carter than Carter is with her. Who's known her for maybe five. I hours. don't think so. When his friend comes and said, fine vagina, he's like, you know what? He's right. That is fine vagina. I better lock that down. <laughs> so look, look, that's what I do. They're, right? they're at different stages in their relationship. Look, when, you're, you when you're batting out of your league, you take your time taking those three swings so you don't strike <laughs> out. You know what I'm saying? You milk that for all it's worth. You try to get walked. There okay. These are this is a crazy mixed metaphor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I know shit about baseball. This is Garrett day tips. Uh, stay tuned later <laughs> for some more. A, that's going to be a great talk quickie. <laughs> <laughs> look, whatever you do, just don't talk to them. Okay. They're not going to want to talk back to you. Yeah, as soon as you open your mouth, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't even yell iceberg you're already you're already sinking sir um anyway right, don't yell iceberg at somebody <laughs> yes hey more you, iceberg <laughs> want to go on a date more date tips um 
So this is basically where we enter the montage. She goes back to her sorority house. She throws all of her stuff off of her desk out the window. Out the window. Yeah. Weird. I don't know why she went to sort of push it. If anywhere on the floor, but no. Stack it neatly on the edge. Yeah. A lot of options. huge desk. Listen, there's no time for stacking. She has to find her murderer. Yeah. She clears out her whole desk and she could put one notebook on there and write suspect list. (laughs) It's a spiral notebook. Yeah. Yeah. And also she uses like seven lines per name. I was like, all right, calm down. I don't think she's ever written before because she uses like a sharpie and it's huge. I mean, it's all block leathery. It's like, she's right at like a caveman chiseling it into a wall. It's like, ma'am, just it looks like Uma Thurman's kill list from Kill Bill. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually a really good reference on that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, So she then starts uh, the montage, which every go through she tries to identify. So she starts like with uh, Ted, Ted, Tom, Dan. Yeah, the guy who like Tandy is confused that she hasn't answered his text and she spies on him and he is watching gay porn. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes. Uh, then she gets stabbed dead. So we know. Well, it's- well she mouths and big, big yeah. over the top, like acting like, oh, he's gay yeah. outside the window. So you can see that we now understand he's gay. But well, well done. It's it's, it's a very this cute montage scene. Yeah. Scene. A straight man has never watched gay porn before. I, that's what I've been told. Yeah. Not well, right. he was really settling in. We so. go down to Steven Crowder to verify this. No, yeah. Just kidding. No, this montage was great, except the song they used was so distracting. About it was confidence so, or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. so like. I have no recollection of a song. I know there had to have been one, yeah. right? There's no such thing as a silent montage, although. Oh, that'd be something. It's new, my new movie, Silent Montage. Uh, yeah, at one point she just comes out naked. I think that was just to fuck with us. I don't know why she no, did no, that. No, she, there's no, there's no consequences. She's going to repeat everything. Yeah. So she's like, I'm just going to walk naked through the quad. And she does. She she walks confidently through the quad because what does it matter? No one's going to remember this tomorrow. And to be fair, I get that. If I had every day to repeat, straight up. Taking some days off from figuring out your oh, murder. my God. I to would, take your wiener out in public. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, there's so many weird things I do that I just be like, you know what? You ain't going to do shit to me, you know? Uh, now, I have a question. So in the montage, she she also tracks Stephanie down, who she thinks might be the killer. Yeah. And she, they both get hit by a bus. Yeah. Now, this is where my first question comes in. If someone else dies, they, they get come to back come back it. once yeah. she dies. Yeah, because Carter dies later, too. Yeah. That's right. That's why she has to get herself killed again. But That's she why she hangs herself, herself yeah. so Carter can come back to life. But okay. I don't understand is how that makes it not Stephanie. Because then after they both die, she crosses Stephanie out. But you got hit by a bus tree. Yeah, I know. It did. It did. There was, I had some problems with this montage because I was like, uh, we're not really ruling things out. We're just kind of going through some motions. But anyway, it's a really great, fun montage. Yeah. So he rules out uh, the, the doctor's wife or like her the professor's wife rather mm-hmm. um and then by this point which was a good guess yes because uh, she was on my list too of uh, potential killers she gets drawn it actually goes back to your point she gets drowned wakes up vomits out the water so anything she's eating the day before must she- well that's another thing too it's like if she kills herself i was like does she die like if she like killed herself by no dr- like eat, like drinking arsenic we learned because of the damn day that that does not Get you out of the loop. Yeah. Well, I know. I'm just saying, though, but like, like she's getting the scar tissue. She's she's puking up the water. Like if she drank arsenic the day before, would her intestines still be like eaten away the next yeah, day? Yeah, but she's inexplicably alive. OK. Yeah. Good news about so this, this is because like an the doctor X-Men tells story. her she should be dead. Yeah. OK. I it, thought he was like, you're going to die if you keep this up. Type good thing. news of this plot point is it really plays no role past this next scene. Uh, she's like, oh, I'm getting weaker. But then she doesn't. So. So after this montage, um, 
She wakes up, passes out. Carter takes her to the hospital. And then the professor comes in and then shows her some x-rays. And he's like, we're having a hell of a time getting your vitals. uh, Because if you look here, you have no organs. You should be dead. Uh, No, he's like, you're all scarred. Your lungs are scarred. Like, what what is happening? Um, And she's like, I need to get out of this hospital. Someone's going to come and kill me here. Well, the lights flicker on and off. Yeah. And so she's like, oh, shit. Here we go again. And so she sneaks out of the hospital. And I'm, I'm, I'm done with long sneaking scenes through hospitals. We get it. We don't need to belabor these as long as we do in movies anymore. Just sneak out and get to where you're going. Also, hospitals are way busier than those. Yeah. She's being chased by the, uh, the killer at this point, right? Right. And one thing we forgot to mention, at the same hospital, it, well, we've alluded to it, there is a serial killer being chained up that got captured who has been killing women. John Toombs. Yeah. So Tree sees the, the cop there, and then her mind starts going like, oh, okay, he escapes and murders me. So he's like, she's like, ah, I got it. Yeah, um, she sees a, a, a news report also in another scene that we either before or after this where like it's like Toombs killed six sorority girls involved. And she's like, oh, my God, that guy from the hospital, blah, blah, blah. And but before we know that it's actually like that, like he ends up chasing her through the, the hospital. Right. Is it Toombs or baby the baby face? Baby, baby face, face does. Ba- baby face um, ends up chasing her through the hospital. She ends up in the parking garage and he kills the professor. So she can cross yes. the professor off the list. Yeah. And she the runs up to his office, with. steals yeah. his car keys. Yes. Uh, and she's like, yes, I'm free. I made it. This is amazing. Yeah, because she knocks Babyface over with uh, the car and then drives out the parking garage. And then she gets pulled over. Yeah, she's hauling ass. She's like celebrating. She's like, woohoo, I did it. Fuck you. Can't <laughs> stop me. You know, like whatever. Uh, and it's, and she Can't gets, stop me. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's a line straight from the script. You know, you're just a real, real, real fucking self-esteem killer. You know that? <laughs> But you know what? Can't stop me. Whatever. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) she gets pulled over by a cop and the cop's like license and registration. And she's like, look, someone's trying to kill me. I don't have it. And he's like, she's in a stolen car, too. Yeah. And she's like, he's like, have you been drinking? She goes, if I were, you'd arrest me. Right. He goes, that's usually how it goes. She goes, I am drunk. I'm on drugs, pills, weed, whatever. You name it, I'm on it. Uh, yeah. She she is like, so, and he's like, step out of the car, and he's handcuffing her, and she's all like excited, yeah. like kind of giggling, and he's like, Give, he gives her this look and she's like, this is my first time being arrested. Yeah. I mean, this, this scene was a delight. Like it they really did such a was. good job of really kind of like adding this levity to the moment of like, this is still very serious, but like, like what are you going to do? She's just accepted this like crazy turn of events, which is kind of, she's enjoying it now. So he puts her in the back of the squad car and before he can get in the car himself, he is mowed down where he stands. My baby face in another car. Yeah. And man, that hit though, that hit comes out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. And his, like you see his mangled body a few moments later and it's like it's a really quick it's not super graphic but it's like whew, still a little rough yeah that dude gets yeah. creamed and uh babyface gets out of the car and she's in the back of the cop car locked up and babyface walks up and well what do you think is going to happen well she clipped the cop car so now the gas is leaking mm-hmm. and babyface not one to miss the irony the killer the killer clips the cop, cop car yeah okay uh so now gas is leaking she Oh, so the killer walks away? Well, because she thinks the killer's going to kill her, like yes. straight up knife style, but then the killer like walks straight away. Straight up knife style. <laughs> God damn it. I can't say nothing here. Anyway, I can't say nothing here. This is, the, this is the most quotable episode ever. Uh, anyway, go ahead and tell your story, John. Uh, so the 
the killer lights a candle, throws it in the gas uh, Was line. it a candle? Yeah. Yeah, it was a birthday candle. Oh. Yeah, uh, which the gas, uh, which then lights the gas on fire, leads to the car. That would have given it away for me. I would have figured it out at that point. Oh. If I had known it was a candle, I would have been able to piece that Well, I mean, they really zoomed in on it being a candle, slow I motion. I it was a match. Felt... You know okay. the difference between a candle and a match, correct? Uh, well, anyway, falls in the gas, gas lights, car, she, the tree goes, this sucks. And then the car just blows up. She should have said, happy birthday to me. Yeah, that would have been something. Uh, so Tree wakes up really mad, flailing about. But she's and like, she's like mad determined this time. She's like, right. all right, fuck this noise. Yeah, I know who it is. So this go through, she's like, I'm going to set everything straight. And as, as this happens, she also puts her phone down because, hey, it's her birthday. She has to answer the phone. It's her dad. I Did any of you guys think at this movie at any point, like if she just answered the phone, that would be the trigger to stop everything? No. But was that just a, me? That would have been a good idea. Because I was like, I was like she, she she refuses to answer her phone. I was like, maybe if she just answers her phone, like I thought it was going to be the, like, the event of like she mm-hmm. had to talk to her dad and that would break the cycle. I was wrong about that. Yeah. Look, I was really wrong. I was a bad detective in this movie. <laughs> okay. That's the sequel to Bad Lieutenant. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> bad, detective. bad Detective. Port of Call, Austin, Texas. I don't know. <laughs> so this time she uh, is like, all right, I know it is tombs. I'm going to go and put an end to this so she goes through she like signs the global warming petition she puts a pillow for the pledge who falls down she warns the people about the sprinklers yeah she's she's redeemed herself she's doing good she's with this knowledge she's actually helping people and contributing positive she tells society. tom to go find himself a hot piece of man ass yeah. and she did love is love right up just find yourself some man ass you could also find yourself a whole man if you wanted to but if you're just interested in ass, go for yeah. the man ass. Yeah, the whole man, just the ass, whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. Should we go back to our pancake conversation? Man ass shaped pancakes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The total package. Total package. Now that's what I call a Dutch baby. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture the stupid baby basket. He's like all hot and oiled up with just the baby mask on. I'm like, hello. Yeah. He <laughs> does, like, does not skip leg day. All right. Just the squats. buff babies of Bayfield. That should be the calendar they sell for oh, the be- charity. <laughs> the buff babies of Bayfield. And they can just have like ripped dudes with baby masks on. Bam. You just solved their entire funding problem. That's going to be the episode image yeah. right there. So, uh, so she goes back and like, she's like, look, Lori, I've been a shitty roommate. I want you to know everything's going to be different after today. Two thumbs up. You rock. Love you, girl. Out. Um, then she goes to the meeting and she stands up for Becky. Yes. Uh, she comes with like a, just a tray full of junk food and fries shit. and <laughs> ding dongs and chocolate milks. Yeah, and Stephanie is real shitty, and as usual, so a tree dumps the whole ass cup of chocolate milk right on her head. Very satisfying. Zing, take that. Got her. Carter comes, he gets a good kiss, bam, right on the lips, right in front of all of her friends, and he's like, this is weird, but okay. And at this point, she, she's like, she's like, all right, you know what, let's just, let's just live this day up. Yeah, and she goes finally to see her dad, mm-hmm. and they have a very touching scene about... Because well, the thing is, is like, she doesn't want to talk to her dad, because every time they meet every year, because of this tragic day, they, they pretend everything's okay. And so she just, she's tired of doing that. And so when she actually goes to see her dad this time, she's like, I'm tired of doing this, I want to be real about this, I miss mom, you know, like, and they kind of like had this really heartfelt like let's not let's not ignore the grief let's actually embrace it and let's move on as you know a father and daughter and that's a really good moment and so she's kind of it's almost like she's putting all her affairs in order and kind of like you know like all right it's time to move on from this but let me do everything right before i go boom now she's in full tactical gear because evidently she got her hands on 
I mean, she, she has her hair in a ponytail and she's wearing like she a leather jacket. She's got a bulletproof vest on. What? No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. Oh, I thought she had a bulletproof vest on. No, she just has like a knife that she fails to use and her hair is in a ponytail. <laughs> I don't know what I was saying. Okay, anyway. You've projected a lot of things onto this movie that would have been cool. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, okay. In- Hollywood, get at the grave talk, okay? <laughs> when she was spying on the okay, professor's mom, what she, she has had like, face paint on and she's she was got, camo. She's got fucking uh, night vision goggles yeah. and like all this tactical shit. I'm like, yo, where did you get that? Well, it was just Army regular binoculars. The basement, the sorority yeah. basement. Mm. Uh, they got everything, as you said. Yeah, that's true. And what's really hard to sell is, I mean, Jessica Roth does such a great, great, great job. Like acting as tree uh and like all of these scenes are just so funny and like really really well done from a character who i thought was going to be completely irredeemable to the point where i thought the main character was a side character because she was so unlikable (laughs) there's no way they would kill her because we don't care like i want to say halfway through this movie she turns it around to a point where i was like i love this character she's a delight and i think they do a good job of concisely giving some background that helps not excuse her behavior, but explain her behavior. It's like, okay, she's acting out and acting like a shitty person because she has really unresolved trauma. And so I think that helps make her a little more available for redemption. That's a good point. I definitely can see that the, the juxtaposition of her being so shitty versus being like so much better. But even then, man, I was worried it was not going to be a, you know, sometimes you can go too hard on something and you can't pull it back the way you think you can. So I thought that was what was going to happen, but they didn't. So she goes to the hospital. We skipped a loop. That was my fault. I skipped a loop. This is the second. She does all this the second time she goes to get tombs. Yes. The first time she goes through this little cycle, uh, she goes to kill tombs fucks it up and Carter has to come save her. Yes. Yes. Carter yes. Okay. Sa- I, I thought it was him. the same one, but you're right. Yeah. So she goes to kill tombs. Tombs gets free, grabs the cop's gun. Yeah. And is like, gotta take the safety off. And then like basically goes to shoot her and Carter, what? He, he tackles him. He jumps. His he neck ju- broke. A neck broke, right? He tackles yes. him, but obviously physically can't overpower him. So Tombs just snaps his neck while looking right at a tree. And she's like, fuck, if I don't reset, Carter's gone forever. Yes. So this is that. that I'm glad they had this scene. And I, this is some classic Scott Lodell right here. I thought that was really cool to point that out so blatantly because that also resolved the shit with Stephanie earlier. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she jumps. She goes up into the, I guess, the, the belfry of the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Are very, they connected or who knows? Okay, uh, I know she went to a different building or not, but yeah, she runs up into the, the chapel belfry <laughs> and then jumps off with a rope around her neck. Yeah, uh, so she, and, this, and then she wakes up, she cracks her neck, she jumps on Carter, she's like, you saved my life! Now, are we to understand that in the morning when she wakes up and the, the bell's going ding, 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 that that is because the, the day before she hung herself from the bell thing? I, don't I did connected? not notice, so I will just say... Because she, yeah. she goes and she she yanks and she hits the bottom and it's like bong, bong. And then we cut to the morning where it's like bong and she's waking up to that noise. Maybe it's just echoing in her head. Yeah, I think okay. that's what it is. Because that'd be the only time a physical thing has spilled so, you know, over. This is a multiverse type thing where all realities are happening simultaneously Yeah, that would be it. And like, you know, then she wakes up and it's like raining donuts or something. Yeah, from The Simpsons. <laughs> okay. I guess, yes. Uh, I don't remember that, but okay. From they Treehouse. all have snake tongues. That's close enough. It's right. one of the Treehouse of Horrors. Oh, I don't remember where that Where they go back. 
back. They get a toaster that sends it back in time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah. one of the in, like he steps on a bug and he goes back and they're like, "What's a donut?" And, and it's like Homer's worst nightmare. And then yeah, he runs he out and resets, it yeah. starts raining and it's donuts. Hmm. Uh, Treehouse of Horror. There's a future episode idea. We could do a favorite Treehouse of Horror uh, clips or no month, no shorts episodes, they're not episodes, the little individual vignettes, vignettes segment is the word I was looking for. Go. We're just naming off words. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to happy death day. So this, this time she wakes up, hugs tree or sorry, hugs Carter. Is like, you saved my life. I can't believe it. Um, and he's obviously very confused. Does all the shit that we talked about. Well, this is where she runs back to the sorority house and she's like, and the, and Stephanie's like, where were you last night? And she's like, I had, I, I had sex with a dude. I met him. His name is Carter. I'm going to have his babies or yeah. whatever she says. And, and this is where she does the whole mo- montage, not montage, but the whole set everything right thing that we talked about. Earlier. And she knows that they didn't have sex, right? Cause she yes. remembers what happens. The day she before. knows. She, okay, she, she okay. says, I met a guy. She didn't say I had sex with a guy. She says, okay. his name's Carter. That's and right. if I make it through today, I'm going to have his babies. Wow. Yeah. She goes from mistake to basically come right inside of me like that. Yeah. Well, All you gotta he, do is take a bullet. He didn't rape her and he died for her. So one more. I mean, what more? Yeah. she's gotten to know him over the course of, we don't know how many iterations. That's true. Uh, so this time she <laughs> successfully kills tombs. Uh, she's like, safety's off. Thanks. Well, yeah. yeah, she fires it clicks and he's like, and he starts kicking the shit out of her and he's like, you should have taken the safety off. And then she somehow gets the gun back. And um, then she blows him away. She's like, thanks for the tip. Yeah. They go back to her room. Carter's there. And she's in, and he gets the cupcake that Lori made. And they blow it out. And she's like, what do you wish for? Or Carter goes, what did you wish for? And she goes, tomorrow. And he goes, that's it? She's like, that's enough. And yeah. I was like, it is enough. Uh, she blows it out, eats the cupcake. Movie fades to black. And then we hear the ringtone. It's my She's like WTF. Okay. Also real quick though, before we get to this, did y'all not think that when she kills like tombs, like, cause she, she holds a cop hostage. She makes the security guard. Like yes. she holds a knife to his neck. He's like, you're going to walk away. Do you understand? He's like, okay. And like, then she kills tombs. There's going to be was, some consequences. Oh, I was, I was like, my, my note says this bitch going to jail forever. Like that's it. Like you can't kill a serial killer and not face reaper, like in stone, like cold blooded murder. But he attacks her first. Does not matter. She premeditated to go kill tombs because she threatened a cop's life and told him to get lost. And then no one was there to see that he attacked first. The only, the only evidence that we have is that she showed up fully decked out to kill tombs, held a cop's life at ransom, told him to get lost and then killed tombs. That's the only evidence anyone has here. Now, granted, I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm saying like, I totally thought this movie was going to cut to her in, in jail being happy. Like, hey, I'm in jail, but you know what? I'm not repeating my day. So this is OK. I think they would have a tough time proving in court and convicting her. You think there'd be enough? I think it'd go to trial. I think she might get acquitted. You think this is just because he's a serial killer? No, I'm saying because he attacked first and there's probably a lot of physical evidence that would indicate that. I'm you, and happy death day to you. They don't even talk about it at all. So oh, there's a she, sequel. Yeah. Happy death day to you. It is oh. substantially worse. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk about it in a second. And they open it up for a third one. Well, a whole I, universe. I thought, I thought like she was going to jail. I was like, yeah. Holy yeah, crap. She doesn't. They're she, in the, they, she wait there in her room. They're having a the 16 candles moment. Yeah. yeah. The same exact shot from 16 candles. Yeah. It's, it's called an homage. I know what it's called. I'm just saying it's the same exact shot from 16 Candles. Uh, yes, that is exactly what happens. But then she dies and she's like, this is some bullshit. So she goes back to her room and Lori's like, oh, look, here's a cupcake. And then it clicks. She's like, I have never eaten the cupcake before. It's you. Okay. 
she gives a whole ha ha whodunit monologue yeah. where she she lays it all out and it's like all signs point to Lori. Your cupcakes poison. My note here says this monologue better be a fucking lie. I was so pissed that this is what it was. That would be really funny if she had like put all these pieces together and was a thousand percent wrong. I was hoping that's what it was. I was like, because clearly this is so much less entertaining and like unique than anything else we've done in this movie. This better not be the actual thing that's happening. And sure enough, it was. I have no complaints with it because it leads us to a very fun fight scene. I agree, but like I would have loved for that to have been one of the repeat days or something like that. That fight scene being a repeat day where she thought it was. No, that's a climax fight. That's not yeah. a throwaway montage fight. Okay, all right. Fair. I, again, I know I'm the outlier on this, but like I thought I was like this better not be the actual like storyline. Well, I mean, I do. I think that is the weakest part of the movie. So Lori's motivation is she's mad at Tree because Tree is sleeping with the professor. Professor yeah. Gregory. Who, yeah. Lori's like, I want to be this guy's mistress, so I'm going to kill you. So she just wanted to be the yeah. mistress. Yeah. Not even the wife. Talk about some bad self-esteem. Well, you know, she she's shooting her sights where she knows she can hit. All, All right. right. Well, but she can't. Yeah. She can't even Oof. get there. So they have a tremendous throwdown brawl. They're fighting all over in the room. Lori's pissed because she wasn't good enough to be the side piece. Yes. Oh, Not even side piece worthy. Oof. Uh and uh, at the end of the day, Tree shoves the cupcake in her mouth, which is not poison. It must be acid. Well, she she punches her or stabs her or does something to make her go, ah, and like open her mouth in a scream. And that's when she like mashes the cupcake in her mouth. Which then just starts to like boil her mouth away. Oh, no. it was. Just, I thought it was just smeared. It was like red velvet cupcake. Yeah. So it was just all uh, smeared all over her face. Well, that's what I was also I was like. I don't know any poison that works that fast just from touching your lips. Yeah. You and know. I don't think it did. I think she was just like that. That was <laughs> what she just like got really serious, looked at her and goes, I okay Pata. I'd bet my life on it because we I think we can agree. This is probably a slow acting poison because tree dies before she knows she was actually poisoned. Oh, so, good point. Yeah. So it's just like red velvet. So it's like red cake and cream cheese yes. frosting yeah. smeared all over her face. And it, so it looks gory. But she and reacts then, as if she's like being well, melted she, alive because she Shock. just has she has a mouthful of poison. Okay, fair point. Fair Spit point. it out. Now I think she swallowed. You're, you're, you work at a hospital. I'm sure you could be like, I can get an antidote. Well, but she's, still, like you're in the I middle mean, of guess, a fight scene yeah. and you have a mouthful of poison. Yeah. And she doesn't have time for that because it was a quick distraction. In the movie, it works really great. Yes. And I love the fact that the cupcake's used, but... Because really what gets her is the fall, right? Tree pushes her out the window and she oh, falls. Yeah, she swings yeah. on a chandelier and boots her out the window. Yeah. And I've watched enough Reddit fail videos to know that any woman hanging on a chandelier like that, that thing's coming out of the ceiling. She's smashing ass on the ground. Yeah. But yeah, she kicks her right out the window and she lands right next to... Um, Kelly, I think is that character's name. Yeah, the Asian just some girl. lady, uh, some kid just studying. Uh, which, which who got snubbed earlier by Tree also. Yes. She was like, hi. And then Tree just like ignores her and she looks like just devastated. Uh, this movie, not a happy ending for that character. Uh, she has a lot. There's going to be a lot of therapy she's going to need to work through because she's just reading, listening to music and a body splatters right in front of her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is gruesome. Yeah. Uh, the sororities in, uh, they're, they're on the news, right? And Stephanie's like, I knew she was a murderer because she ate carbs and Kappas don't eat carbs. She you never know, wore makeup. Yeah. You want to know what my note here says about Lori or after the Lori death? This bitch going to jail forever. She kicked a woman through a window and killed her. Poison, but, but there is a poison cupcake. I know. I, once and they started talking about that. first. I, I, it's self-defense. 
it just seems excessive to like splatter people over like a fight. Look, not only did she not go to jail, she didn't even have to. She wasn't even detained. I know. They just let her. Sorry, you can go. It's fine. Wait, uh, wait. Is this cupcake based? Yeah. As you were on yeah. your way. They probably found her whole plan written out in a journal or something like that. Lori so seems like, like the kind of person who'd yeah. write that shit out. Very meticulous. Hmm. I, I bet. What a uh, dummy. And so basically the end of the movie, uh, Carter. Over a man. All this over a man. Not even like, a very good one. He's a dick. A he's piece of shit, man. He's cheating on his wife. Oh God. It's so just, I, again, that's why I didn't want it to be the, 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 the case. Cause I was like, this movie's so interesting and well-written. Like, I don't want it to be something as stupid. It's just like, I'm jealous. Cause I didn't get laid by the guy. Like, I was like, come on. It's gotta be more in depth than that. Nope. But it wasn't Lori. Uh, and this Ricardo's like, Oh, it's like groundhog day. And trees like never no, don't, Bill Murray. She's like a uh, bill who now? Yeah. He, uh, he's like, like, it's a movie where Bill Murray has to repeat every single day. And she's like, who's Bill Murray? Yeah, I guess. And so the camera zooms out and the end. They reference the movie right before the movie ends. Yeah, it's like literally the like third uh, class line. I did not like that. I Why? was like, I, I just don't want to don't reference the movie that you're aping on. But if they didn't, we'd be like, is Groundhog Day not exist in their universe? Turns out it is. And people are familiar with no. it. The credits was cool, though. Like they had all these like kind of like birthday birthday yeah. card uh, kind of cut out like credit. Effects. I did really, really like that enjoyable. animation. Yeah. yeah. No, no scene. I thought there'd be a scene, but there wasn't. You mean like afterwards? Yeah. Seemed like this yeah. is the kind of movie that would have an after credit scene. There's an alternate ending, though. Oh, um, the alternate scene basically is she's in the hospital and the nurse comes in and is like, OK, well, we think you're going to be OK. And she's like, what day is it? And she's like, oh, it's Tuesday, the 19th. And she's like, oh, OK, cool. And they're like, well, you know, we're not going to give you any pain meds because they could like really mess you up right now because you're in really bad shape. And she's like, OK, and that doctor leaves. And then another nurse comes in and like has some like medicine and she's like, Oh no, it's okay. Tree's like, no, it's okay. We're not going to do pain meds because I can't have any. And she's like, it's okay. It's for the pain. She's like, no, no, I'm not in pain. And she's like, not your pain, my pain. And she takes off the mask and it's the wife of the professor. Oh. And she injects like the, um, the IV with like a, a poison and it's like beep, 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 beep. And then like before tree goes like, you gotta be shitting me. Like before that, because she's like too weak to move. So she gets poisoned and killed by the professor's wife for being cheated on. Uh, That's pretty weak. I wish it really like, honestly, you watch it and you're just like, oh, that is a terribly weak ending compared to what they went with. So, I mean, maybe an alternate, maybe a couple more takes. They could have played it off like acting wise better. But even then, like after seeing that, I was like, oh, you guys made the right choice with this ending. There was an alternate alternate ending where at the very end, Ashton Kusher comes out and goes, you've been punked. Uh, And this whole thing was just an elaborate prank by her dad. <laughs> so it's like the game. Yeah, it's her mom. Her mom's alive this whole time, oh. and she's like, "Surprise, got you, dog." <laughs> Yo, you on punk right now, yeah. son? You should have seen your face when you hanged yourself. <laughs> God. So anyway, that was Happy Death Day. You said there's a sequel, right? There what does it have to deal with? Now, I didn't rewatch it because uh, I didn't want to, um, but it came out a couple of years later. So I, basically, it is about your multiverse there situation. Okay, I'm in. So let's talk. Tree, uh, Tree's like a scientist now. Oh, so Tree's still back. Oh yeah, the whole main cast. Tree's there. Carter's there. Okay. The roommate, the fine vagina roommate. He's okay, a character all now. Right, all right. Thank God for that. Yeah. In fact, the <laughs> the second one opens. Your face when you said it. Got God, I wish we had a camera on these things just to be like her face just like this disgusted like oh thank God for that yeah 
Uh, well, the second one opens. Like a Meryl Streep level disgusted look. That was that was intense. Yeah, it's fair. Well, you know what? He's a terrible character. But you do open. The movie opens from his point of view. Oh, like walking up to the room, being like, "Yo, did you hit that fine?" Yeah, piece you of see vagina? him in his car, and his car is a grody mess. They know what people enjoyed out of yeah. that movie. <laughs> um, the the main thing is it's a multiverse swap. So Tree from one universe gets swapped into another universe, and in this universe, her mom's alive. Okay. And so now in one universe, you know, there's like an evil tree or some shit, and then there's this new tree who's like trying to pretend to fit in because now her right and her mom have all these memories that she really doesn't have so she's like oh yeah it was great when we went to cancun or whatever and ultimately the moral is you can't you know you can't you relive. gotta play the hand you're dealt yeah and she's got gotta accept that does she keep dying over and over again in the second one yeah she does I don't remember how that plays in. At one point, she goes uh, skydiving in a bikini. I remember that. Obviously, that's stuck in my memory. Right, let's see. Purchase, uh, happy death day to you. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I don't like fully remember it, to be honest. I'm sure there's a trailer out there, but uh, you know you, what? You think? You think yeah. there might be a trailer there for this movie? There might be some sort of advertisement. Okay. That's right. insane. Yeah. So end of the day, I would recommend happy death day. I was very pleasantly surprised. I did not think I was going to enjoy it because it has some of the the movie tropes that I really just don't enjoy watching. The repeated dialogue, scenes over and over again that I've already seen. But they did such an amazing job with it that I do recommend this movie. It was a lot of fun. And um, even though the gore was minimal in hindsight, mm-hmm. it, it left an impact. So cool. That's uh, three recommendations for Happy Death Day. Uh, listeners, what did you guys think? Uh, hit us back on social media. If you've got recommendations, things you want to see, things you want to talk about, hit us up. Shout out to all y'all who've been, uh, you know, sending us message and talking to us about, um, you know, just cool, rad horror shit. We appreciate it. Uh, shout outs to the people who got me turned on to uh, figuring out what vampires are called in, in a group, a brood. Is also what they've been. They can be called. Oh, like the brood. Yeah, I guess so. But Those anyway, vampires though. A brood of vampires. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. It was pretty. It was, we got we got hit up by a listener who was telling us about okay. this. So it's kind of cool. But anyway, thank you all so much for you know getting at us. We love hearing from you. We love talking to you all. So thanks for joining us, and we will see you all in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs>